0: The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good
1: evening, Would you believe it? It's, it's Dr.
0: Doom. What's on your evil mind? Oh, you- welcome to another exciting episode of the comic book chronicles i am hello i am your host or tonight, Roddy Cat, and you can find me at Roddy Cat on Twitter. You can also find me at Newsers Need on Twitter and if the Newsers Need Reddit. Also, CB Caps on Instagram. <laughs> and with me tonight is our man in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, um, exactly. That's what's it. Um, our man behind the sounds, Agent Underscore Seventy. You can find him at that on Twitter and Instagram. What's up, everybody? yeah we um we're still slightly hashing out our 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 um setup but yeah we, we gremlins kinda... were running rampant tonight ladies and gentlemen. yeah g- and there's still a little bit of setup uh prior to but you know what? that has nothing to do with this if you're watching if you're listening to this on audio so you're just hearing us like you know, beaching about nothing Anyway, not with us tonight for some of those Sam Gremlins is PCN underscore Dirt, who you can find on PCN underscore Dirt on Twitter, of course, obviously, Um, popculturenetwork.com and popculturenet on Twitter and all of his umbrella sites, which apparently he has a fairly new show um, that uh, called, um, uh, oh shoot, I just forgot, Nerd News. Nerd, no, nerd. News Desk. There we go. So go so check that out. As, along with some of the other stuff. And uh, eventually, new news nerds need, which is a separately other thing. It's it's gonna happen some other time. Um also not with us tonight for totally separate reasons is Tim D O G G GG98 on Twitter. And that's it if you're If you're from from where I'm from, you know that quite well. Um CB Cron on Twitter, D Click Nation on Twitter. That's D K L I Q N A T I O N. Also, the Click Nation dot com. Wow, was an old, um, um, <clears throat> an old coastal of the reference almost. Anyway, um, and also, of course, come with resources where we'll he's over there writing his face off. <sharp inhale> right, providing some of the news you can use, which you would think that'd be my tagline, but it's not. All right, folks. We are going to get into the news, but first, obviously, you know, we got to say that we are on the CSPN network. That's Cold Slither Podcast Network. You can find them at cspn.us. Do it today. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Google Play and Apple iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and the Cold Slither Podcast Network's SoundCloud page. So now let's get into some books. And we're going to start off with the books of we as we tend to do with the big book of the week a lot of times. Uh, Powers of Ten, a.k.a. Powers of X, number
1: three.
0: Sure. So uh, Powers of Ten,
2: number three, uh, is the next book in the release and the reading order. And I'm impressed thus far that uh, Marvel has not yet missed one of the release dates on these books, which is uh, pretty impressive given uh, what what generally happens with these event books. Uh, shout out to Doomsday Clock. Oh
0: no! I'm willing to bet that they had some um, some headway. Yeah, they definitely they had a good had they it. had a good run and start. So therefore, yeah. this for all we know, all of this could have been been a bag before before. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, we talked about it last week. Some of these books were probably in the can.
0: Yeah. Uh, when was I mean, a- it would make sense if they put the whole thing to bed and didn't have to worry about, you know, delays or anything, screwing up the reading order. Right. That would be smart. Right, you would think.
2: You would think. But uh, anyway, like I said, it's nice that they're coming out on a timely basis. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, uh, this issue of Powers of Ten describes a desperate mission to make use of they actually give Moira a code name, uh, Moira X, <laughs> in this book. I don't know if it's official or not. I Moira. made a joke about that, and it was like,
0: "Huh, okay." I mean, I made a joke. Well, but I, that it was Moira Ten. It could be Moira Ten. Well, not even that, but the Moira X thing. It was like, you know what? Since she is the what the catalyst behind this, is like, you know, that would that would kind of make some sense. The way, the it would do. could but also be Moira Ten because on the diagram, like, it's yeah, it's ten lives. Makes sense, but. I feel like that timeline that they keep showing—they've had more live. They, she's at least double that live. But again, who knows? Right. So um,
2: that's the that's the point. Uh, I know that you you had something else to mention. I wanted to um, point out, and we spoke about this just prior to the start of the show as we were discussing what to start with is that i had very i felt very strong terminator vibes in this book because there is a there is a terminator style story point but there's also a twist on the time travel element as well so that's basically what i had to say about it i i enjoyed it it's a potential click of the week for me
0: yeah I am not sure about that part for me, but definitely it was an interesting read. Um, You know, sometimes it it has to take a second to go down Mm -hmm. because you know it's not as dense as the first couple of ones were because you know they're they're kind of starting to drop the 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 text pages because pretty much most of the stuff has been established established already, so therefore they don't really have to. So now we're getting into more of the meat of it. Right, and there's definitely
2: a lot. Uh, 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 what felt like a few more action sequences.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes, yeah, like a potential last stand from a from a an uh, X villain, which is weird. Right. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, it's it's weird. Like we guess we're reading this stuff week to week, and we kind of have to take it for what it is. But it will be interesting to see at the end of this. Aka the the House of X powers of ten, you know when when they both end, right? Um, and we know there's a bunch of X books coming, so we to, to see where where we are when this ends, right? Speaking of going into whatever comes next,
2: right? Speaking of knowing that there are more books coming, the November Marvel solicited hit exactly. today.
0: Actually, yeah, on a bunch of people's solicited hit today. So yeah, so some of the news will be from or at least a couple of bits of news will be from some of that.
2: Right, we posted a link to one of the post one of the sites that has the uh, uh, the the, uh, the solicits for November already, and you can start to take a look at what may be happening coming out of uh, this House of X Powers of Ten event, and what books you may have to start thinking about ordering uh, with your local
0: comic shop. Yeah, which I believe some of that starts in October. But I'm oh not... yeah,
2: it definitely does start in October. Mm-hmm. That's when the main X Men book comes out. Yeah. And I think there's one or maybe two other uh, Dawn of X um, books coming out in October, but a good number come out in November. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but, uh, you know, I'm just flipping through my copy of Powers of Ten, and uh, the bulk of those text pages that would be included with the book are in the back with the timeline. Right. So, uh, but again, We've said this, uh, or at least I've mentioned this over the course of these now six copy, you know, these, yeah, we're up to five now because it's three powers of 10 and two house of X. So this is the fifth book of what is essentially a 12 issue limited series. And the art on this continues to impress. Uh, I think it's RB Silva. Yes. On this is just doing bang up work. Um, it's, it's tight without being overly, you know, overly detailed. You know, the colors are wonderful. There's beautiful layouts involved. It's just, it's, they're, they're, they're banging on all, they're, they're hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. It's a good looking book. Absolutely. Uh, that being the, cool. I was about to say, I don't know if this is a book I would hand to a first time reader though. Oh no, no 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 this no. This is no. a tough this is a tough read. You know, just at
0: this point I wouldn't even do um well This whole
2: series is a tough read, so
0: yeah, exactly. Like you don't necessarily need a history of X lore to read it. And it I can't imagine how well it will service you outside of like, okay, yeah, sure, I know this. Familiarity, part. right. But, I think familiarity is where the biggest help comes from, but go on. But at the same time, it's like, well, because there is enough of a, a run in to this where it's like, OK, hey, all of the pertinent things you would need, you know, starts off in House of X. Right. So we could, but it's still a little dense, you know, I, I and I, I say I would to say this to like, I would say I wouldn't. Well, if you feel froggy, hey, yeah, that's definitely places that you can jump in, especially. You know, because there's a whole new direction of of X stuff. Well, it's seemingly a whole new direction. So everything or a lot of stuff in the past is uh, we don't know where that's going to lie at this point. Right. So you just want to f- jump into something fresh and something new. Sure. House of X is Or as I was about to suggest, maybe wait till this whole thing is over with. Get the whole thing in. And then start fresh And then get into that. Because that way you'll have it all fresh and media for when the new stuff comes in. Right. Uh, and I think the trade for this, for all the whole thing, uh, from what I saw from Tim's uh, Twitter a while back, I think it's December. So right, because I think this
2: you know, this all ends in November. So
0: right, yeah. So the, that way they'll have all this stuff clumped together. But that being said, hey, that's that, and here we are. Uh, we still have a few more weeks of of this to be going to go into.
2: Right, or or October. I apologize. You know, this will be done yeah. by October. So
0: well, yeah. And yeah, and seemingly they haven't had to push anything back. So and right, knock on wood. Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. October 9th is the last Powers of X looks like. So yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Here's the name of the song? Um. What's next? President Bartlett will tell you what's next. Jane Foster, Valkyrie. Uh, sure. Number two.
2: All right, so uh, according to Diamond, this is actually entitled Valkyrie, Jane Foster number two. Um, Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, according to the Diamond solicits for this week. Uh, Hmm. So this is another potential click of the week for me. I had a blast reading this. The art by Cafu is phenomenal. Um, For me, it was fun seeing Jane Foster learning a new superhero role and her role as Valkyrie on the job, uh, this continues what we saw in the first issue. Um, again, we're, we're, we're directly continuing from the first issue of this book in which uh, the villain Bullseye has found Valkyrie's, the uh, previous Valkyrie, Brunhilde's uh, sword Dragonfang, and I forget the the, the the horse's name, the steed's name. I don't, I don't remember either.
0: It's not Aragorn, but um, that's actually, that sounds close. I Maybe. think that sounds that that might be right. Actually, it might be. But um,
2: uh, but anyway, Bullseye uh, has uh has, has control of Dragonfang and is on a rampage and uh does does some dirty stuff to uh, Heimdall. And that will happen to all in the previous issue, and we get the immediate uh, uh, we get the immediate uh, follow up to that in this issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you may or may not want to play Desposito. We're not entirely sure where that part's going to go yet.
2: <laughs> um, I, w- I would just mention that there's one uh, there's one thing I wanted to note is that I wish someone acknowledged either Jane or in a footnote or as part of the. Witty repartee that uh, that that bullseye is desperate to engage in. Hmm. Uh, that bullseye, I think, I think still has the partial adamantium skeleton, and I would like to think that maybe that plays a part in some part of their battle. I feel like no, um, uh, other than how it resolves itself. Well, there's that.
1: I mean, well,
0: I suppose given... Well, yeah, but but it's only his skull, correct?
2: I think it's a partial skeleton, so I think it's the spine, because I think that's what they initially repaired, because he had a broken back after a big fall after fighting with Daredevil. Oh,
0: well, I mean...
2: and uh, I don't know if they repaired his jaw, which is apparently a big target on him.
0: I thought one was... And- about to being used a quite good bit, so clearly something
2: happened. Right. So, but but in any event, uh, other than that, it was it, w- it was nice to see uh, this story rapidly move forward, and we we're actually not sure where this is going in issue three.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't think the spine is that big of an issue when there's way many other parts of the body that's yeah, not antimedium adminium covered <laughs> where you can, you can get at them for. But I think it might be actually the power of you know the or maybe he was getting he, there was another power source that we did not know about that he was using and just is that the, the sword was just one thing
2: right no I, I, the only reason why I bring up the whole and I'm just gonna ring the spoiler bell very quickly. I'm not spoiling too too much but uh, <coughs> you've been warned because Jane takes it to him and really knocks him out like uh, oh that's another sound effect I need from Friday. But I can't currently exactly because then I'd have to play, you know, another sound effect. I I literally just cut. Um, uh, I'd have to play right after. But, uh, but yeah, basically, Bullseye gets knocked out, and uh, and and, uh, you know, essentially, that's what that's why the that that's why I was thinking about the the partial adamantium skeleton. That's all sure.
0: Why, yeah, and even throughout the whole of the issue, there was like, wait, he's taking a little too much for him to, you know, for him to be still in this fight from right. a of different people, right? Of of significant power power level. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you, you yeah, there there's clearly there was something going on, but we yeah, you know, like I said, we don't necessarily know, but maybe issue three is going to shed some light on that cuz you can't just kind of leave that out there and just and, you know let it be that no I can't do that can't do it or, man, the I, way they I, can... they shouldn't do that cuz I, I I trust Aaron enough to to not do that cuz I know there have been some in the past there has been some <laughs> there's been some lines that is like you know what we're not going to do anything about this from some fairly notable runs so yeah go figure but uh, that being the case, yeah, th- this was a, a quite fun book. Uh, a good book to read. So it, it was also kind of sad because, you know, it's like the the passing of the church already happened, but at the same time, there was a little bit more to and as this issue states, let go of. right, And this is pretty much the f- finality of that. Uh, sadly. Although I suspect we probably won't it may or may not be the last of we see of the character, right? Or a couple of, or the even,
2: characters. Or, or 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 even the thing that uh, we may think we've seen the last of, because right. such things get remade. So,
0: yeah, well, that one I don't have too much confidence in. But yeah, you are totally right. You know, um, speaking of Aragorn, right? Yeah, but I'm
1: <laughs>
0: yeah you know what there's there's a parallel of their right. one <laughs> seriously seriously all right
2: all right. right all right so what do you got
0: next hmm Miss marvel number six all right so magnificent we're probably getting up the, the note the stuff i know we both would read would similarly read all right so magnificent miss marvel number six so
2: this is actually um a potential Click of the Week for me as well mm-hmm. because I like that it puts the events of the first arc of the book actually stopped typing because I must have like gone into a tunnel or something. Um, what I meant to say is that um, it put the events of the first arc of the book uh, behind it and we mm-hmm. are moving forward with a few things. One is a development in Kamala's family which is unfortunate and two with her newfound Bio suit,
0: her new super suit. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a it's a different. You know, it's it's a it's sort of a suit of armor. It is in the sense that uh, a a guest star establishes what we're dealing with here, which is you know, which is interesting. And I'm kind of glad that uh, yeah. Just just hold on to that thought. I'm kind of glad that this issue brings in another uh, guest star that we haven't seen with interacting with this character for a long time
0: yeah it's been a couple of volumes since since, since this character has been in and we're talking we'll go ahead and talk about it. Uh, it's tony stark he's on cover right. um yeah so kamala calls him in uh for one thing and he starts to geek out about the suit and as i was gonna say um yeah it's probably better that we got at least that part out of the way sooner rather than later later because let's face it the similarities with spidey's symbiote suit are already there and this is, this issue is not laying that many of that my concerns about that to waste to, to, to by the side, but at least we get to know a good bit of what we're dealing with with the suit for right. the time being.
2: Right, we know that we're dealing with tech rather than organic, but we still right. have some of the same concerns that the certain uh, symbiote suit from Clintar would pose.
0: Yep. So yeah, just because it's tech doesn't mean, and apparently, well, we don't know if it's sentient tech because they haven't gone that far yet. But Right.
2: We, that would be yeah. in Tony Stark, Iron Man. Right. <laughs> anyone, anyone not reading that, you have to understand that is a big idea in that book. But anyway.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I need to catch up on that. But um, so, so yeah, so that's still a thing. And I assume we're still going to, there's still going to be something that, you know, we will still find out about this, but the suit definitely, suit and Kamala definitely goes into action in in during the course of this issue. Uh, so we get to see a little bit more of what it can do, you know. Which I'm sure we'll have at least a good two or three more uh, um, issues before <laughs> something happens. We'll be like, wait, something's wrong with this thing, or I don't know, Spidey's run. I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be the same thing because you know it's just a reference that we have. Like, this could be the suit from now on, and it's just nothing to it than, than it being what it is, you know? But I kind of doubt if it's going to be that way. There's, you introduce a new suit, you know, that's part of the repertoire. Sometimes it sticks in the case of Captain Marvel, sometimes it doesn't. In the case of Spidey, the various suits. Right. I'm kind of leaning towards the, the Spidey part of this, but we're, we
2: don't know. We'll see. We shall see because it is of a mysterious origin and that's the kicker.
0: Well, yeah, even with what we know of, it is still of a somewhat mysterious, you know, uh, thing. So.
2: Right. I was kind of surprised that Stark didn't look further into it. <laughs> you know, is this kind of an, I guess, an
0: armor scan? Well, yeah, he did. Yeah, I guess he was like, well, Mama pricked up pretty much everything we need, you know, everything we need to know about it. Yeah, because that would have been one of those back in the day. It would have been like, you need to bring this suit in so we can do some tests on it. And they didn't do that. Right. Part of me is just like,
2: uh, I really
0: think you should talk to Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, Tony's just as good, especially with the tech part about it. Right. She, the tech part. Right. Like, like, granted, yeah, he's kind of. Lazy faire about some things, but you know, he was curious enough about it to at least go ahead and probe without, mind you, without permission. I, I we should go ahead and you know, put that out. Not that that means that much, but I'm just saying, he, I, but,
2: I hesitate to, I hesitate. Well, listen, I, I, I don't hesitate to actually disagree with you because I think they're literally both talking about it. And she gave him the rundown. I'm pretty sure he, he had her permission to
0: do that scan. <laughs> But um, that may be more uh, you an implied thing that you believe that than than the case. But I don't know. I'll go back and check. Either way, it doesn't really matter. I just brought that up as a as a thing. It was like, eh. but the the point was like, you know what? That's kind of what. As a matter of fact, if you go into the movies, that's kind of what Tony did with uh, was kind of was poking at uh Bruce, you know, in a, in a similar manner. Although he wasn't like poking her or anything. He was just kind of like, huh, scan, cool. So. It is what it is. Like, so that was, this was a small point. Um, I disagree. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're free to be. Um, exactly. So, yeah, so that's, that's that. And, yeah, you know, we already talked about the, this thing with the with the dad, there was a Zelda reference. And of course there was, as this book tends to continue to do, which I love that. That's kind of a thing that continues to happen. A little bit of life lessons, you know, during the course of, uh, during the course of the book. That just happened to get that sprung out, so that's cool. It kind of hey, follows up.
2: say kind of follows up on uh, what G Willow Wilson used to do with this book from time to time, man.
0: right? So uh, it's good that that still kind of comes comes uh, comes into play. Um, so the next book. Wait, did you actually before I put this even in here? Unless you got something you want to. You it did read, to read Guardians? Actually, yeah, that's exactly where I was going. So, uh, galaxy I, number eight. What'd you think of this? Ah, uh, I, I was like, huh, interesting. So we got, um, for lack of a, well, I mean, it is what it is. Is we got a bit of a retcon on Rocket's history. We finally get to find out sort of what happened. Well, know yeah, we pretty much found out how he got into the state that he's in, and I'm like, where is this going? Are I because part of me is still like they're really not gonna just like they've had space and opportunities to to kind of do something significant to kill them, but at the same time, I don't know, you know, uh, uh, I don't if they're using this to kind of either kill them or redo them or just kill them from the time being or something, I guess it's a way to do it, but it's also still a weird way to do it. It's like, yeah, pluck from your history and it's like, well, since and have this happen and at this particular moment. Which, granted, you know, no one's probably thought about it before now. that's probably why it has happened before now.
2: Right. So what's funny about this book is that it's another potential click of the week for me because I had a great time reading what is going to become the definitive version of Rocket's Origin. It's up to date but still incorporates some of the original. I didn't read the original. Let, right. me, uh, let, me, let me state that up front because I really didn't have much to compare this to, I don't recall ever reading a, a more recent recounting of his origin in, in any of the books that came out around Annihilation time mm. when they kind of reintroduced the character for the modern age. Um, it the, the book also provides a convincing reason for his absence from this book, from, from the title until
0: now. Except for, well, yeah, it does, but it also lends to the question well, Then, when did the adventure stuff happen? Because clearly, there was some time in between. Then, well, then him leaving, I guess,
2: it had uh, to be before. before oh, yeah, all
0: that all that adventure stuff had to happen before,
2: like in the in between between that and the start of the
0: new book. Because I mean, it wouldn't have come obviously it wouldn't have come up in the adventure stuff. It could have like happened after he just left. According and, to this, he just left because he wasn't
2: feeling so hot Mr. i know that what i'm saying <laughs> probably, i'm talking about the avenger stuff
0: still could have happened. Right. Have been like could a have.
2: that's a that possibility have. because it, it just wasn't touched upon
1: there
0: right but we we don't know that and at this point it kind of doesn't really matter but it's just like that was just a point that i was like well wait if that's the case then i don't know right. it, what it is on that one right and also is that a gundam right is that a gundam as I have in my notes. Yeah, I was like, wait, he's been holding on to a freaking Gundam. and... Mm, <laughs> wait, did you have any of your notes? Also? Yeah. yeah. I also,
2: is that a Gundam? Gundam is a distinct hole in my repository of anime
0: knowledge. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. We got to get. I, look, I. You know, we've talked about it. We've that, talked
2: yes. about it. It's all about accessibility to what. I mean, there's plenty of Gundam out there.
0: Well, it's also that's wow. where you plan on starting, and there's no shortage of people, you know. Right. Exactly.
2: Uh, many different opinions on how to start with Gundam? Because you don't necessarily have to start at the beginning.
0: Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. We've we've had that conversation anyway. So yeah, we both had that in 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 our in our notes. Uh, uh, because it's our- it's 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 plain as day, literally in a splash right. page. Right, like, how long has he had this and never used it? Unless, and I'm sure somebody's us, like, oh no, he's had this for a while and he has used it blah, 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 blah. I'm like, right, okay, sure. Um, uh, the, I think the other point that I was going to say is like, I know this new retcon is pr- might probably going to put off some, and I do know at least one Rocket Rack- Raccoon fan Um, because, you know, they have a tendency to be you know, and if that person's listening watching at some point i'm sorry but you know fandoms are fandom this one at least the the one i know at least has some level head about them to a to a point I'll, although there's been at least one time i'm like okay mm-hmm. but that being said um i'm there i assume they will be all right this was as they've had with with other stuff uh, hopefully it like you know you can't please everybody in fandoms, and and to think your what your family, you know, what you loved about your family is probably not going to stay the same. Uh, and in some cases, shouldn't like you know we've had that conversation about you know people have wanting the same old characters and doing the same old thing all the time. That gets old, and nobody wants to deal with that. Some people don't want to deal with that, I should say, but some "quote unquote" fans. Love that stuff, but that being said, we'll see where this is actually going to go because I don't know when and or if they're actually going to do anything to Rocket. Like I said, far we know there could be some some miracle cure for them from the church. And By the way, the Universal Church of Truth is, is still around, and Peter and the crew who got caught by them is talking to him. Which, by the way, a, a nice little scene between uh, Cosmo and Lockjaw. Which, wait, Lockjaw talked, which I don't think I've. Ever. Telepathically. Well, yeah, but even still, I don't think it's ever well, let me phrase that. It's probably been a while, but I don't I have not seen that in recent memory of him telepathically talking telepathically or not talking to anyone. So it was regardless of whether it was tel- telepathic or not, it was like that rarely ever happens. But and we're used to seeing wolf or right, which did happen, but yeah, but actually saying words. <laughs> it was like, "Hey, wait, <laughs> what's going on?" Right. He spoke. but at the same time, now that I think about it, I'm sure somebody's going to bring up that "Hey, Lockjaw John the Pet Avengers book," where he exactly. Actually, and, and so, so, so please don't, <laughs> just don't. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, it was a good book, we're a good read. We'll see whatever happens with, with um, what's going on here. Whether it's going to be something meaningful, or it's just like, "Oh no, we're going to reset it," some kind of way. I know. What did you think about the, the whole retcon? I know you said you didn't... I, mean, I wasn't you, that you familiar with his origin. Right. And I, you know, if worse had come
2: to worse, I would have pulled out uh official handbook of the Marvel Universe and looked up uh, what the original origin of Rocket was, but right. my understanding was that he never started as a service pet.
0: Right. That part so, was... Like, um, okay, that's clearly a Definitely a new, right? That's like an update thing. to make it more cutesy and cuddly. With which that I kind of had a slight issue with. I'm like, really? It's kind of a It's kind of a a, a,
2: a shout out to the movie version because I don't know if uh, the original Rocket was anything more than just an anthropomorphic raccoon.
1: Hmm.
2: In the original
0: book, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what kind of si- you know what I mean. So I know, and this goes back to the and Raccoon fan. I know who tried to argue with me. Well, not argue with me. I was making a joke, but you know, brought up what the creator Bill Mantelo said about Rocket. I'm like, okay, I really didn't need that, I, and honestly, really didn't care. But you know, and like, yeah, I get it. Sure, that's what it was. Yeah, so he's a raccoon, blah, blah, blah. And whether he was an anthropomorphized or he's a cyborg or whatever the case may be, at this point, he is what he is. Um, but that's it. But yeah, that the whole service, service pet thing was like, uh, uh, which also would bring about a bias of. Service pets, for, and as a whole, for me in the general, but I won't bring that up here because it's, it's not.
2: <laughs> that's another story in itself. Yeah, it's
0: another story, and it doesn't really matter because you know people need what they need. Yeah, and who are we to suggest otherwise? Right, service pets are different
2: than those comfort ones, but that's another story for another. No, time. there
0: is the, exactly, and that's that kind of where yeah,
2: I was about to say you have to draw a distinct line between those service pets and the uh, the
0: comfort pets. But the problem is, some people, yeah, people comfort. don't. Call comfort pet service yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the way for them it is, so I don't want to belittle their quote unquote need, but or want, but at the same time, it's like, all right, anyway, no, that's way too much of that. Um, so yeah, Guardians in the Gate, uh, Gallows, Gardens Gall- 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 mm-hmm. of the Galaxy, number eight, it's still an impending um shoe drop, I guess. Yeah.
2: And I think the only other book that we have in common is The History of the Marvel Universe, number two.
0: Yeah, but there's not um, much to really say about that, right?
2: I would just listen. I I realize that you had something so, something of note to say. My only co- my only comment is that I, I truly enjoy the annotations because they remind yes. me of the old school Marvel saga. Yes, it's wonderful, 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 wonderful. It's such a great package. You don't necessarily need to uh,
0: remember everything that is being referenced in the narrative. It's if basically it goes to the, of the annotations. Of, right. It's basically the TLDR of, of the universe. Um, and it's thorough. You know, it don't give rest. So you definitely give this a shot. And if there's any of the points that get brought up in in the stuff you know you want to hone in on. Right. And with any luck right, well, I was about to say with any luck, uh, Wade and
2: editorial are doing a good job of uh placing all the most recent retcons into order. So that, Which, can see how,
0: yeah, right, what, so that
2: we, we can, can see, yeah. From what we can see, yeah. Exa- I
0: hope that they don't have to make any changes once the series is up. But well, see that's the, the other thing, right? Because it's like, okay, clear, well, see, I, I feel like this book, just like a lot of other books, that's kind of like Powers of X, probably have been done in such a, a length of a time to where it's been um, mapped out. Yeah, to, to where that's been dealt with. Right, I hope so. That's but I mean. I mean, obviously, you can't help anything else going to happen after this. That's right.
2: Right, I mean, you know, for for stories that happen two, three years down the road, obviously this won't be as much uh, much canon as it is now. So
0: I honestly think it's time for us to 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 have a, an official uh, a, a redo of the official handbook.
2: Well, they're doing it online, and I think that's what the that that's the thing. I don't
0: think, I know, but I, you know, I, I, I would
2: I like would it. too. Believe me, I have I have essentials of uh, all of the handbooks up until. Uh, the most recent, you know, the most recent runs. And I have those in physical copies. So, right.
0: But see, the problem is, I would want, like, say, well, and there's a story we'll get to about on the Star Wars front later on. But I would want there to be like, okay, no, here's what we have from up until here. It'll basically be like what they have on the wikis. It was like, well, you got different universes in this and this, that, and other. Blah blah blah. blah, which blah, you blah, blah. know it would make the books way bigger. But at the same time, I would be like, okay, here's the original history, and then you know, somewhere landline is line, a this has been laid out but again that's a lot of stuff is better served online than right 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 and it's
2: unfortunate you know it's it, it's just it doesn't feel the same but yeah fortunately that's it's probably going to be the future of the uh, official handbook which is uh,
0: just updated entries online yes because apparently they retconned a war but we'll get to that I, yes I yeah they know. renamed a war mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I, I think I put that in the lineup but we'll, we'll get to that later they renamed a war they change yeah. the country. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't. Well, yeah, we have we've talked about Marvel. The problem
2: with that is that because of the sliding timeline. Yeah, that's why. That is the only reason
0: why, because that war, unfortunately, well, that's a big problem so though. long ago. Right. Well, no, I understand why they did it. Because I didn't, of that. But it yeah. doesn't make any, less, any less of a problem.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, what I
2: was going to add though is soon enough that war is going to turn into Desert Storm.
0: Actually, I want to say they they did that at one point for um for something. I feel like they did that for something. Um, but that that was like a side character or, or something. But right. I don't think they did that anyway. So that's enough about that. We'll probably end up talking about this again later right, on. Right, because but.
2: it's a because it's a it's a it's a continuing it's a continuing issue with Marvel's sliding timeline.
0: So right. So basically, if you have those issues of uh, the official handbook or Marvel Saga or you know. Anything like that, you might want to hold on to those. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so do you want to uh, spin it up for rapid fire? We'll get through the rest. Um, do, yeah. want to do, that. do that. Do right. that. Spin it up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're in rapid fire review time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, do you want me to take a uh, lead off? God damn it. Uh, I guess I will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, because I just remember something I forgot to do before we started. and oh, That sucks. That's going to plague me later on.
2: Mm.
0: Anyway, go ahead.
2: Batman number 77. Uh, this is the latest issue in City of Bane. Uh, Damien takes matters into his own hands, and a Bat family member seemingly pays the price. Meanwhile, Batman and Catwoman establish the premise for their upcoming team-up book. <laughs>
0: Was that you, that was
2: me. I was about to say, I didn't press any sound effect buttons. Oh, I'm gonna do the other one, but you know, I gotcha. Uh, Superman year one, number two. So, this is the latest installment in the uh, in, in the non canon Frank Miller, Frank John Romita Jr. Superman origin retelling, and I appreciated this because it had an, a story element that we really haven't seen, and I kind of wish PCN underscore Dirt was around um, to talk about this because I haven't read a Laurie Lamaris story involving Superman since I read some old Superman reprints in digest form as a kid, like old old stuff, way pre-crisis and uh, what I found is that they uh, they told an interesting story with an interesting way to modernize the Superman origin And also in this book, uh, Poseidon is a creep. (laughs) Uh, Next is Daredevil number 10. Matt Murdock's journey continues. And while he saves Detective Cole North from yet another assassination attempt, we end with uh, Matt getting one step closer to possibly getting back in the Daredevil saddle. Um, Ghost Spider number one. uh, Brand new number one with... Uh, Gwen from Earth-65 taking on her new codename of Ghost Spider. I was art is so fun to look at. Having Gwen live so out in the open in terms of having no secret identity and having everyone know that she is Ghost Spider is still really jarring for me. And it creates a real reason for the premise of this latest Dimension Hopping series. It's a fun setup. And there's actually a flip of an expectation uh, that is so that the expectation is flipped completely upside down when it comes to the interdimensional hopping and its effects on her story. So I would definitely recommend reading that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Let's see. History we did. Magnificent Marvel we did. Powers of 10. Tony Stark, Iron Man number 15. This was an entertaining issue. And it sets up. This is the pre the prelude to uh, the upcoming Ultron agenda story, which has been set up for a while now because of the various AIs and androids that are in uh, the population in this book. It's been an ongoing part of the story, and now we're going to see many of the story threads that Slot has woven into uh, this book with regards to ai functionality and independence come uh come to a head and we'll see how that plays out in the upcoming ultron agenda storyline so that's it for me on my books this week
0: well all right and i had meter myself but apparently i did not um yeah i may have to check out the uh, ghost spider That's uh... I love me some Ghost Spider Gwen. She's still Spider Man to me, damn it. <laughs> but
2: I'm finding that Ghost Spider is uh what's funny is that I think just very quickly there's a kids book out this week, one of those Marvel uh, IDW partnerships
0: oh, where they do uh, yeah, Marvel Adventure action
2: Adventure. hour hour or something like that. Yeah. Right, right. And they actually, you know, poke fun at it. And I like the idea that they actually chose something that incorporates a the uh, the hood on her on on her costume,
0: right? Which it was, which is also kind of funny. It was like, okay, well, we saw movie movie uh, version of, of Miles have a hood, and it was like, well, it's just copied. No, because it's white. I know, you know I know what, what I'm saying, but 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 not in the comics. That never, as far as I remember, not not happened. So uh, that's also kind of funny. It was like, we're hood buddies, or some kind of thing like that. They would do. I would totally write that. Anyway, um, Death's Head number two. So V has come to people who uh, know Metal Gear will get that reference, but not
2: really. I thought you were talking about the TV show.
0: No. Uh, no, they've done that. But <laughs> <laughs> those of a certain vintage, yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's an oldie. Um, but yeah, so apparently there's another version of Death's Head as we found out at the, in the, in the end of uh, last, um, last to issue it is an upgrade but apparently is an upgrade that um, not for the current the, the not for the, the original version of death's head and this new version has come alive or it has sprung sprung awake and death Head's not really too thrilled about it and there's a couple of fights in, uh, that end up happening and um one Kate Bishop ends up coming through because you know her boys are proposed asked for help so there you go and um i, I a version of actually i don't know see you so there's a good bit on death head's history that i don't know too much about but the name that comes or the person that shows up in this book or the version that shows up in this book i remember hearing something about or seeing something about so uh yeah that person kind of comes into play uh, where does head cons Okay, where this is gonna go, gonna go. Um, let's see, Transformers speaking of big bots, Transformers 84, number zero. So, this is basically a secret history of the Transformers, uh, and that by that I mean the animated series, or actually, you can go ahead and say the, the also the Marvel version, also. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, To where there was another reason, without spoiling anything, there was another reason why the Autobots left the Earth, and the Ark, uh, you know, the Ark ends up being a thing and happens. Uh, and at the same time, in another different timeline, which I think is one that was that has come up, um, in the animated series, or at least roundabout. Uh, apparently there were some a couple of Autobots on Earth, but there was also some Decepticons in tow, uh, looking for the Ark somewhere in between the fact that the time that the Ark was dormant. So it's almost a, a Beast Wars situation, but not really. Uh, because then Beast Sports they weren't really looking for the art, they just happened to find it. But anyway, so like I said, there's a couple of different things, and like this is a secret history thing, and there's a little bit of a retcon because Titans, which wasn't a thing when the, the when this series happened, they bring that up, you know, right. you know, and a couple other things that get brought up that wasn't really whatever, but they're still using like the same old. So it's basically the same team from you know it's the same set of G1 bots, you know, from the original series. It's just a story from back then. And um, I don't think there's going to be, I think this might be a one shot. I'm not, uh, I believe it is. I didn't check to see if that's the case. Cause it is because I can't imagine they, there is something they could do to it more to it, but you know, the, 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 gist of it is already there. We right. got a reason why prime prime decided to hit that mission and do what he did. It's yeah. an, it's, I would say it's like a I'm not sure if whether it's necessary, but it's interesting. So, because I mean, we never really, well, we got a reason as to why they, why they did what they did, but it was a slightly different reason than what we get here or less, or I should say in an addition and actually, no, I take that back. It's actually kind of really different because if I'm not mistaken, they left because they were low on energon and they needed to find another source. I can't, you know what? I'm like, I'm not going to go back, but I'm a big Transformer fan, but somebody's going to be like, no, that's not right. But anyway, this is an additional reason as to why they left Cybertron. Uh, and even gives a reason as to why Megatron follows them. I'll say that. Definitely worth a read, I think, if you're you're a a fan of that series. Anyway, last but not least, uh, Teen Titans number 33. So this is still a a year of the villain tie-in, but it's also been tied into what, well, actually it all still kind of plays in. So uh, Lex Luthor gives um, a deal to um, Lobo, who, you know, the, the Titan Teen Titans had gotten rid of last issue. Um but that's pretty much where that part starts and stops. And we go into seemingly uh the rest of the team's kinda in a place after you know Damon Damon's whole shenanigans with uh having a uh a prison in their base. And apparently he hasn't really learned his lesson or has he? Because why well, it seems like he's up to his old tricks, and he kinda is, he goes a new direction. And I and for anyone of the Marvel uh, camp, I will say two words. Pleasant hill. That's all I'll I say.
2: I always say silent hill, but anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> that was always my confusion. <laughs> but yeah, but so if you remember that little um that little mini series thing, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yep. And that, folks, is that. Clicks of the week. Clicks of the week. So we already have uh, Dirt and Tim's. Um, which Tim's is and I shouldn't say it looks like this, but surprise, surprise. Piles of X. Piles of 10. Number three. Who he's, uh, Stay tuned for to comic book resources. Apparently he's writing something about it. On, or was it uh, earlier?
2: Yeah, he's got a write-up on that, so be on the lookout. Uh, for PCN underscore Dirt, he gave it to us before his uh, his technical difficulties decided to derail his appearance tonight. Uh, I'm looking for...
0: It's in the private chat. Oh, yeah,
2: exactly. I'm just scrolling up. <laughs> oh, here we go. His click is Jim Cornette presents Behind the Curtain Wrestling Stories. It's got a selection of crazy but true stories from pro wrestling
0: right which again i say surprise surprise exactly because <laughs> because earlier before the show i was like yeah if, if you hadn't picked if you hadn't picked one i didn't say this but if you hadn't picked one that that would have been the one i picked up for you i would have picked for him
2: exactly it, it was, it's um it's not even a joke pick the way we sometimes do.
0: Yeah, we haven't done a good good joke pick in a minute.
2: Right. Well, I mean, luckily, we've all been contributing. So, you know, what our our various clicks of the week are. So now, enough stalling. It's time to make a decision for myself. I've got a whole lot to choose from. I had a bunch of good reads this week that I liked. I think I'm going to go with, hmm, what am I going to go with? Uh, what did I have the most fun reading? You know what? Shout out to Jason Aaron, Al Ewing, and Cafu. I'm actually going to go with Valkyrie Jane Foster number two. I would have been surprised if you hadn't. Why is that? I was almost going to pick Guardians because I had a a fun time reading uh, uh, Rocket kind of wallowing in self-pity and getting back on the horse eventually.
0: Yeah, and there was a kind of you could almost hear Bradley Cooper's voice in that, right? Um, all right, that was a different Bradley. Wait, right, let's, let's see, getting that pick. And for myself, um, hmm, Jamie Foster was pretty good. Guardians definitely was pretty good. Death Head was actually kind of fun. Um, I, I I don't know if I talked it up. Uh as is, is good as on the Miss Marvel, also. Always great. So. Yeah. Um, but weird enough, I think I'm going to go with Transformers 84 number zero. Nice. There's probably a couple of the couple of ones named where it's probably a little more more um more interesting, but you know, this one peaks the Transformers family Plus um, there was a couple of Transformers that got brought up in there that I think I remember having outside of like the core, some of the ones on the core group. Sure. So, and I wish I still had those figures on my head. Anyway, that you is... always
2: the uh, reissues.
0: Well, <clears throat> I, and you should mention that because I actually did look into that um, when I read it. I totally did. Nice. Um, so anyway, but that's a, it's a you know developing story right there. So yeah, so now we are going to go into an ad read... Our first ad read of the night is for Funko
2: Fun at First Sight. Uh, Funko is your home for exclusive collectibles, such as their world-famous pop vinyl bobbleheads, apparel, and brand merchandise, including custom DIY, pop figures, art books, and skateboards. And now the listeners of the Comic Book Chronicles can enjoy 10% off your entire purchase when shopping at Funko to place your first order with 10% off. And to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcasts Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Funko link and place your order. When you get to the checkout, put in the offer code SHOP10 for your 10% off discount. Funko through cspn.us. Do it today. Now we get into the news.
0: (laughs) First up, as we tend to do about this time, cinematic news. Uh, Starting off, let's see what we got here. I guess some sad news. Um, (laughs) Siffy or sci-fi cancels Superman prequel Krypton after two seasons. Okay. Oh, nah,
2: no. I, so, I mean, Roddy, I was about to say, Roddy's no. feeling very strongly about this
0: particular No, 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 no. Broke out the sound effects. No, 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 I mean, no one said anything. So it was like, oh, okay. okay. But no, um, I have heard some fairly decent things about that first season. So, and I think I've only got through like a couple of episodes myself. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, but that's the thing. As a matter of fact, I will go ahead because I know the, the next couple of them are related to this. All right. Um, in that Krypton showrunner says that the show was too expensive for they couldn't afford me, doll face. It uh, says the show was too expensive for sci-fi to continue. I believe that because I mean as as much as how that, that show looked like it did, it did seem like it had a bit of a budget. Like, I, I can't Speak to the effects, gotcha. Because, um, like I said, there weren't that many in the couple of episodes that I saw. But yeah, that that seems like for for a sci-fi show, that seemed like it was it was cost a good bit. At least that's, that's what they were told. I don't know. And uh, note that the story came out on a very nice special day. Anyway, uh, and next after that, um, Krypton stars react to the show's cancellation, which of course tends to happen when a show, you know gets canceled or something so so there you go and if you're watching the video you can see at least um, at least one of those things we won't have to go into we won't go into it and i think last but not least on that front lobo the sci- uh, sci-fi passes on the krypton spinoff which i believe he had just made it to the show got on the show fairly recently um and I guess they were planning to do a spinoff of Lobo, which I'm like, who wants that? But so I'm sure somebody did. But yeah, apparently it ain't gonna happen now. Mm. So there you go. All the all the Krypton news. That fits that's I was going to say the exact thing too. That's funny because it's like
2: that's the first four stories, right? Um, next up is uh, Tom Welling is teased uh, his appearance in the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, crossover event between the CW television shows. So, he shared a video of himself on set um, on Instagram and he answered a comment that said, I hope you're in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and he answered duh.
0: (laughs) Which Which is confirmation, exactly. Which, well, it's not not necessarily confirmation, But, but... Yeah, which all kind of puts me in mind of the the Canadian Prime Minister. (laughs) Like, duh. Sure, sure. But yeah, so we'll see if that's going to happen. I don't know. Uh, Next up, though, is Stephen Amell self-censors a season eight behind-the-scenes photograph. So, you know, Stephen Amell, who is leaving the Arrowverse, um, I guess, sometime, which is weird, because like, yeah, he's leaving the show but he's going to be in the eighth season, and it, which is when the show is going off the air anyway. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The, that whole thing is kind of weird, but that's, that is not the end of the story. But regardless, you can see here on his Instagram, um says S8 rolling right along. And him with a picture of, I don't know who that is, actually. I feel like I should I should know him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, yeah uh so i guess that's that's going to be a costume that he's wearing during the uh, during something in the season 8 so yeah that's the thing
2: next all right uh speaking of Stephen Amell. oh i'm glad you have this one he's going to headline a stars a new stars show stars as in the cable network stars s t a r z uh this show is going to be a wrestling drama called heels so he's booked the follow up series lead uh and it's now filming actually no that's the arrow that 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 is uh, it's uh, the heels drama is set to be an hour long set in the outrageous world of independent professional wrestling and it's uh, looking for an eight episode series pickup at stars
0: now that one was legit I was about to say Roddy Cat
2: Roddy Cat feeling uh, uh 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 uh, feeling
0: uh kind of uh down on this particular show. <laughs> eh, not necessarily down, just not for me. That's all. Um I mean I'm not a big wrestling fan and I know he is so that's good that he's you know going on to do something that, that you know, something else that he likes to do. So good on for him.
2: Right. He's definitely made appearances in WWE that I recognized via you know via via you know various stories. Never actually watched it live but definitely saw that he had been a member or at least a part of uh, some WWE shows.
0: Recently. And it al- also says some of it just takes off for him to get actual wrestlers on the show. Right. So, fairly self serving, I suppose. But hey, do your thing, dude. Next up, um, Alice is the focus of the Arrowverse series' latest pro- promo, that series being Batwoman. So yeah, there's a new promo pick uh, or a new promo video, I guess. Um, that is the focus of the uh, antagonist Alice uh, for Batwoman. So okay, go for it. Uh, speaking of Batwoman,
2: Sam Littlefield has been cast as Mouse in <laughs> CW's Batwoman. According Wait for, for it, it. Uh, Wait for it, exactly. Uh, described as a dynamic figure working for the Alice in Wonderland gang. uh, Mouse is reportedly a recurring role in the series. So we know what sound effect this deserves. Who?
0: (laughs) Exactly. And if you're watching the video, there is a little picture of the character he plays, which, okay, sure. Next up, um, Young Justice Outsiders, which I have just uh, caught up on, just destroyed Black Lightning. And this was the shoe that I was waiting to drop that I mentioned last week. Got it. So, yeah. Um, episode, what was it? Twenty-three-two. Uh, actually, it was the next to the last one. Um, yeah, a lot of things happened. Pedrails, left and right. Um, Black Lightning, a.k.a. Jefferson Pierce, got, got crushed. There was a good bit of yelling and and, and I pointed out um <laughs> Kyrie Payton Peyton yelling to himself or yelling at himself which is funny oh, yeah
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right he was yelling at himself
0: that's so because even cause if you even if you like go back and play that and you just kind of see uh, you know the the character he's yelling to just look at him you can almost see it's like why are you yelling at me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah actually- even though even though the, he the, it, with what comes out in that episode he's kind of has a right but the yelling in this, in this season has been a lot by not superman superboy and by two characters in particular that was like that's kind of weird I love I mean, that it's not superboy but uh,
2: I, I, I've definitely appreciated this series I, I remember when it was just yourself and Tim uh, who were watching this and I finally oh, yeah. caught up and I definitely appreciate this show i what's weird is that they're not just focusing on one right. kind of kind of uh, influence from the comics.
0: There are right. multiple stories going oh no on. they're yeah they're they're they've been pulling stuff left and right, and for-
2: you know there's definitely some there there's definitely a major major Titan story that is still percolating. Which I think
0: they might, I well I might know, I that might go into the next season. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, they're not going to waste it. I think in the culmination of this season, they might just yeah,
0: because it would it would it would kind of fall like uh, like it, it's kind of like they've done with like Spider-Man move, which we'll get to that or, and other stuff. Like okay, there's way too much stuff going on here. Like it's right. kind of getting to that territory, but they're still kind of raining it in, and we still have four episodes left, I believe. Right three or four, yeah, episodes.
2: Right, so if they save that particular particular story, I think it would serve them well into Uh, the season.
0: Yeah, as long as they don't do any weird time jumps like they did, um, which they have been doing the last couple of seasons. That's true.
1: That's that's still not saying that
0: they couldn't do it, but... Even if it's a shorter time jump,
2: I think that would still work. Right. Because that original Titan storyline actually did take a long time to play out.
0: Right. So and I would like to say I would like to think they would do themselves uh justice <laughs> right. so by the way yeah.
2: speaking of d c universe animation, uh the cast and creators of d c universe's upcoming original series, Harley Quinn, offered an extended behind the scenes look at the animated series at the animated series in a new promo video.
1: Mhm,
0: yeah. Tis what it is i didn't i haven't looked at it so i'm not sure what what what, what they say and what not but hey it is what it is and you know if you have dc universe on science on i mean dc universe of uh, the app and yeah, you can see the promos <laughs> and i'm sure this is probably in there also but still um titan star excuse me titans adds fear the walking dead star as dr light as due to a report so, you know, in addition to uh Morales' Morales's death stroke, apparently Dr. Light is uh, may be set to af- uh, to appear in Fear of the Walking Dead's Michael Mosley. Okay. Yeah,
2: I don't know Uh again, who?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Dr. Light is a is a character that I, I know very little about like probably a a couple of iterations of Teen Titans ago, or something, when he showed up as a first arc villain. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, next up. Back um, up. Uh up, t- 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 the
2: Flash movie is still absolutely confirmed, according to star Ezra
0: Miller. Not gonna lie, it's because of him. I don't care. <laughs> I'll I'll believe it when I see it. That's what yeah. It there's that also, but like right, whatever. what it comes down to, yeah. Next up, um, just kind of skipping back a little bit, Birds of Prey show. Well, not really, but Birds of Prey show pitched to CW, which means that if it, if it happens, it will be the second CW Birds of Prey show that that, that happens. Uh, and if you're watching, if you if you have DC Universe, you can see the first one. It was a very right. 90s show. I didn't watch it the uh, uh, the first iteration of this, but that
2: version of the show. Was on what in the early aughts?
0: Yes, I yeah, so. it's been a long time. Yeah, it's it's been a while, and and it shows. Um, you know, I believe it did came after the nineties, like a couple of years after the nineties slash, sure, something like that. Which, granted, it was a different network, so that's that's beside the point. Um, and different budget, and that also shows. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's a, it's a time capsule. It's 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 a weird thing. So um, it. I guess this kind of makes sense since the pieces are kind of sort of in play in the Arrowverse already. So, sure. right.
2: No, that makes. Listen, it makes sense that they would try to revive it. Well, with exception
0: of although they could put they could put um, Felicity in place of Oracle, which they kind of already been. I believe they've been kind of talking. They've right. been actually because using her um, as that. Yeah, they've been right, using that around too. the uh, the Killing Joke stuff. So, right. Well, technically not because. <laughs> While Felicity didn't get shot, she did lose the the use of her legs for a good while. Okay. Um so yeah. Anyway, that whether that had tends to happen or not, we'll we'll see. Gotcha. Next up, next uh, up. John Book director Chad Stolinski excuse me, to oversee new action uh scenes for Birds of Prey. Speaking of, when we're talking about the movie, not the um not the uh, the show that we just talked about. Yes. The, Stahelsky. The so what?
2: Stahelski.
0: Stahelski, yeah, sure. Um, that name. If that name is kind of familiar to you, it's the John Wick director, as per stated. That's really nothing else to be said. And apparently, um, according to this article, it says that it's it will be non-credited, but apparently, if we already know who it is, why wouldn't it be credited?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, who knows? So, hey, a little bit of John Wick is probably going to be infused into this Birds of Prey movie. Possibly needed. Next up. Yeah, speaking
2: of uh, John Wick's title character and who plays that title character. And actually uh, the director. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss (laughs) are now set to make a fourth Matrix movie. I know Kung Fu. That's Mm. a sound effect I need to put in.
0: Um, I think you that would have been burned on this particular thing right here, and right, you know
2: what? There's gonna be, (laughs) there's just gonna be times. It's one of those things that I've I've resolved to just make a note of and see if that's something I really want to do. So, I'll edit it in.
0: What's that? I said I was gonna say I would edit it in and put it like right. Here? No, it's okay. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, but anyway, the reason uh, why we leave. have this news uh, that weirdly enough has to do with uh John Wick uh, director, um, because there were rumors of this happening. Actually, there's been rumors of this for like since that last one happened, like eons, like that's a true. whole decade and a half ago. So right. that's nothing new. But I right. guess this latest batch of rumors surrounding What's,
2: right. What's interesting about this announcement, though. Not isn't necessarily who's been left out because there is one cast member who has um, been uh, noticeably left out. That is Lawrence Fishburne. But creatively, I think is the bigger deal because only one of the Wachowskis
0: is Systems, coming yeah. back. Right. Well, so, at least at this point, because yeah, you would think that would have been something they would have like. Yeah, both of the, the it was the it's the Wachowski siblings. Right, you know, both on board, biz, but it's apparently it's only one of them.
2: No, it's apparently only one, and that's the that's a pretty uh, that's th- that's pretty shocking, considering that it was a team effort coming out with the first three. So that I thought was a bigger deal than uh, not yet, and I say it with that. Exact emphasis. Not yet seeing Lawrence Fishburne attached to this movie,
0: right? And that's why I'm thinking about the other Wachowski sister in that it could be a not yet because right. maybe something who knows or I don't know, right? Because normally they yeah they've kind of done their things today. I don't think they've done that much separately that I that I know of. That I mean that might not be the case, but most of the stuff I know about they've done they've done together. So. Anyway, stay tuned. It's 2001 all over again, as we will no doubt see during the course of these. Um... <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of it being 2001 again, you got that's the next story. Saying. Exactly. Um, well, actually, I wouldn't even think about this one, but yes. Uh, in a report, you and McGregor will return as Obi Wan Kenobi in his own Disney, Disney Plus series. Now, this has kind of been something that's been rumored and aka wanted for a good minute now. So. Not,
2: it's been, it's, it was a rumor for a movie first, right? Now it's now because of uh Solo, and apparently, uh,
0: well, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you know, apparently actually, not necessarily wanting to dive into Star Wars movies all the time. I mean, I don't know if it's been officially confirmed that it's because of Solo, but I'm, you know, that's what people think, and I'm sure there is probably some precedent for it. So I'm not saying that's not the case, but
2: right. There, there's probably at least a little
0: truth to it. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, Rogue One kind of balances out and solo. Solo was a better movie than than it got panned for. Um, But, you know, as some people say, whether this is necessary or not, who knows? But, and we don't know if this is actually going to happen or, well, this seems more credible that it's probably going to happen. Right. It makes a little bit more sense who knows so following up uh disney
2: plus the app is going to be available on ios apple tv android and xbox one on its launch date of november 12th
0: so basically everywhere because it was also previously um and i was kind of upset because i didn't see uh, see the, uh, that roku and more importantly for me the playstation 4 was already announced previously so now this is basically just putting it everywhere else, with the exception of the switch, which whatever. Gotcha. Um. So and which only other thing that kind of which um, bums me out about, and I know it's a different company, but why wasn't DC Universe on PS4? Anyway. So yeah, that's the thing. You got me. You got yeah, me. And you know it is what it is at this point. Um. Except for well, anyway. So yeah, um, and a couple other countries are going to get Disney Plus. Right. So you got the next story now. I was going to ask a a specific
2: question about it.
0: Sure, go for it. And I will say before you do, um, Disney releases the entire Star Wars saga on Blu-ray with new box art. And the only thing I have to say about that is that it better be the original version of New
2: Hope. That's it. I was about to say I, I I did a little bit of reading. And it's going to include Blu ray and digital, which is nice. Right. But is it the uh the the whatchamacallit? The uh what do they call them?
0: The, the, the theatrical cut. The original no. theatrical cut. No, no, no. The uh the, the special new Special Editions?
2: Yes. Are they gonna be special I or hope they gonna not. Be the original theatrical cut?
0: I really hope not. Or at the very least, because the acquisition like to believe, of
2: Fox, that's that's what a lot of people hope for is that. Well, they exactly. I was going to bring that up Prince. also. Right.
0: Right. And whatever. And I know there was the, whatever rumor that um, Lucas's ex-wife has something to do with the new hope. And that's why the special editions kind of happened in the first place and yada, 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 all that kind of BS. Um, I hope so. People have been wanting the original cut forever. Right. And yeah, the, now that the Fox thing is, is no longer an issue, there is not much of it. Well, the only thing, even though he has less to do with it now, I, don't, I would imagine the only other thing that's holding it back is Lucas, and I don't think he has that. As far as I know, he, he doesn't have that much weight anymore with that.
2: Right. And um, I, I would, I would, I would not hesitate to say, I would very much strongly state that the only reason many people would have to reinvest into the Star Wars Blu-ray sets. Mm-hmm. Other I mean, than getting digital, other than getting digital,
0: no, nah, you can because right? I mean, you can make digital copies of your or like no, that's, yet, a, you no, my,
2: that's my point. My point is, if, you, if, if you're looking at it like, well, I, I kind of held off on a Blu ray set, now I can, you know, but then I found out that I wasn't getting a digital. They did do Blu ray sets, and they did they do digital did sets, you know, and they didn't include digital, right? Now they include the digital with the current, you know, any, any of the, the, the Blu-ray sets that you see in, you know, various uh, retail stores now have the digital copies, but now in order to convince folks who already own these movies in various forms, or at least um, post uh, uh, post the revisions, this is going to be the one thing that convinces them to, uh, to re-up and um, reinvest. I think uh, is to put in the is to get the theatrical versions.
0: Yes, that's my definitely, that's absolutely the case. Because yeah, and there is no, there would be no reason to, especially with the digital releases of what's already out there. And like if you're going to do that, and I know, yeah, the, obviously the reason why people don't care for those that much because of what they are. Right. Um. Yeah, and we're like going the to get a lot current, of like stuff you said, Disney Plus. Right. Well, we're hoping. so. Uh, if okay, so here's the here's the here's the other thing. And I don't want this to be the really the, the case, but it is what it is. Um what you would really want from this the original cut, period. Of all of, of all uh of all of the trilogy, not not the special editions, and then everything right. else that happened, you know, with, with the other ones. Um and boy, that's gonna be a weird price. Like we know that's gonna at least hit upwards of hundreds, uh a hundred, but that it is what it is on that. Um at the very least, hopefully. Maybe because I've thought about this, I thought about this like well long time ago when they did the special editions. Um, if you're not going to just strictly give us the original cut, have it as an option on the disk blu Blu-rays, because I can't imagine with what they do with the original trilogy and how they were made. There, there's only so much they could do up, upstreaming I mean, up, um, upresing them. So maybe give us a choice of being able to switch between. Uh, original cut and special edition, if for those people who want it, like right. yeah, that that would be a little bit of work and maybe putting a little bit more on the. the There'd be more not. discs, probably. Mm, maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't. Depending no, on,
2: I was about I to doubt Special, it. depending on special. Uh, uh, what you call it? Um,
0: I mean, the bigger, feature? the big, yeah, the bigger movies won't matter because, because, like I said, the, the 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 prequels have already been done digital, so that's already laid out. It's the and. Like I said, w- with what they would, do, whatever they would have to do to up-res the original trilogy, I can't imagine it taking a whole fifty gigs uh disc up to where they couldn't do what I what I just said. And, and maybe there's something I'm missing in the equation, but because I don't think it would take too much disc for that part. Like I said, the the prickles are what they are already. Right. Um. It, it's just that the original trilogy is the one that would need you know. Need a little bit of love and whatnot, and yeah, the special editions all what they are, but they still took those cuts from from other things. So, alrighty, yeah. Well. So, September twenty second. Um, that's yeah, that's yeah. we to we'll, get this. Yeah, we'll look forward to more news on that. And I am really, 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 really hoping they don't do that stupid thing where they were like, "Hey, we'll give you the digital cut, but it's going to be in this packaging." Like they did with the special editions, like they, there was a cut uh, that, uh, like they did on VHS and I think DVD. Sure, where they had like, hey, if you get the blue, the blue box is the original cut. If you get the gold box, is a special edition or vice versa or something like oh, that. Yeah, Stupid.
2: exactly, exactly. I think back then it was like, uh, what call it, HD and uh, uh what call it? It was like standard and widescreen. I think it was back right. then. So but anyway so yeah uh,
0: so yeah just uh,
2: uh, yeah, exactly exactly so next up um black panther 2 martin freeman has confirmed that he will be returning as special agent agent everett ross so good to know that uh we're going to have one returning cast member
0: i was about to say i felt like that's almost a waters to situation but at the same time not really so good to know um Next up, we think we found. So I know y'all were talking about this on Twitter, and I'm sitting here like, and this is where I go. Ugh. This is so silly. The story, kinda. And there's another one that's likely that's coming up also, um, because Did it goes you look back to what I was story? talking about, huh? Did you look through the story? Not really. It's a joke?
2: So <laughs> it's a joke. So if you look through this, what uh, what Roddy Cat uh, has posted is actually a joke post um, about the fact that the Russos joked that um in in an interview that uh, uh Richard Ryder's Nova was actually in Endgame and right. uh in the in the final battle and everyone went nuts like what they snuck him in where'd they do it and a whole but, bunch of
0: people apparently went online and looked. Right. And guess but, what and he, Yeah, and, and it's not a thing. Which that was like okay. So but that brings me still to my original point in that one all of this talking just like we've talked about this like the you know and i think again there's another um another story later on about this but I'm like okay they can say all this other stuff and they have people looking at whether it was a joke or not and I'm I'm like really stop doing that just stop <laughs> just <laughs> <So if> you- <laughs> stop and, and as i think it was classic or somebody said like yeah they could put x y and z in and right. this, you know and, and right. people would believe it right 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 and they would look Right, um, because now that you know with the home release,
2: obviously. So the joke here in this article is that there's little Where's Waldo's on on the screen caps. So if you open it, you'll look and I'll, and 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 it'll 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 uh, it, it's at least a little funny.
0: I mean, it, and it is, but it's like one's it's giving folks well false hope, but at the same time, it was like, well, those people were yeah. just looking for something exactly, anyway, so. Exactly.
2: So, but uh, our next story is uh, also in game related. Apparently in an interview, a Q and a session, uh, Joe and Anthony Russo revealed that Dr. Strange actually lived through every one of those 14 million plus scenarios in which the Avengers lost in order to find the one
0: scenario in which the Avengers won. Mm. And again, this kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Like, okay, yeah. Okay. You keep saying this stuff and sure, it, but we don't see it on screen. I don't care. <laughs> well, I, I do care, but I don't care. But it's like, okay, don't tell us hey this could have been the case, and this happened, and this happened, If there was nothing really showing it, I mean, in this case, that's slightly different because like we know he went through the all possible futures, but the fact that he lived them, I'm like, okay, that's still kind of irrelevant. You know, just like when the writers come out, I was like, oh yeah, you know, such and such could be such and such, or this and that happen or and happened, but didn't actually get shown. I'm like. Tell us this stuff if, if it's not true, or if it or if it's not something that's been played out, or even hinted at. Anyway, next up, um, Brie Larson Wills mjolnir at Marvel Studios HQ, which is kind of funny because it's like, um, and so this comes off her, her Instagram post. It's a good looking, um, well, obviously less prop set piece, but you know, how much would you pay to get that off of set? You personally, because I know you got a pretty yeah exactly I have the Marvel Legends version, and it. it's pretty good yeah, but that's an actual prop
1: that's Oh, I know
2: exactly that's the kicker yeah. is that because it's an actual prop that would be pretty 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 enticing
0: yeah but anyway, I don't um, I have in mind, but it would be pretty enticing right, and you I'm sure that one may or may not light up like it was do but anyway, uh so, I would also so add
2: I would also add that um the uh the what call it the the Legends is pretty popular, you know yeah. well playing, it makes sense cosplay. Yeah, there's plenty of people that scooped that up. It's one of the it's one of the harder things to find, although they did reissue the Captain America shield.
0: Right. Oh, no, I forgot to bring my bottle opener here still, but you know, it doesn't matter. I got a meandering bottle opener. It's pretty pretty weighty. It's pretty good. Anyway, um, so yeah, underneath the caption on our Instagram says, not to be whatever, but told you I could lift it, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: So uh, speaking of uh, speaking of the cinema... Uh, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is getting a theatrical re-release with new footage. Uh apparently it's supposed to be um an action scene. Uh some have said that this might be what we saw in the trailer. Uh with uh, Spidey, I, I think in action beating up some people in his uh regular suit. Right. So um I I I'm not going back to go watch just that.
0: Yeah. Uh but folks. You know, actually, at the time that I left, of the story that that we didn't know what was upcoming, but right because you know it's our what, next story. You know where we're going to after this? It's our next story. So yeah. Oh, what well, happened in the wrong place? Anyway, um, Disney. Oh wait, hold on. I, it doesn't matter. Disney, Sony standoff ends. Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige's involvement in Spider Man so yes folks um sony fucked up i'm putting it on sony i don't care if disney had anything to do with it or not which they kind of didn't according to, to things that have come right. out um so basically what happened was they went to domamo went to negotiate the deal except for he didn't have the time stone he just <laughs> like, i'm taking my ball and run Right. Um so Sony and Marvel were trying to come to a, 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 a continued agreement to keep Spider-Man in the MCU and apparently that folded. Sony gave a whole bunch of responsibles and took people for fools but and actually blamed Disney for it but actually uh from what we found out that Disney was all good with see, seeking a 50-50 split of the, of the profits. That from from, actually. from
2: yeah. I was about to say, the rumor is that they actually reverted to 70 30
0: okay I hadn't heard that but according to this which the, the they actually
2: it, they uh, actually they actually uh uh they actually proposed a 70 30 split with Marvel you know with Disney getting 30. Right. You know, so, so that would be more than their initial five percent off the first
0: day's gross. Well, so that was going to go back to something that I was going to to mention after this. Um, in that, yeah, there were there are still some negotiations that could. So it's not a done done deal. Is then they still could come to the table or whatnot. But right. we're covering we're covering the next three stories all in one. So pretty much. But basically, the, the initial thing was you know Disney was opting for a was willing to take a fifty fifty split, and Sony was like, nah,
2: right, and so, this. So- Yeah, So just just to kind of break it down, uh, Disney had initially gotten just 5% off the opening day's gross. And uh, Sony was responsible for all of the money in the production um, and was able to, as a result of this deal, get all of the money from the box office for Spider-Man movies. And uh, Marvel got 100% of the action figures, um, the toy stuff that uh, was related to the movie and uh, now that their deal had expired Marvel uh, Disney slash Marvel looked to renegotiate and some of the number <laughs> right and some of the numbers some of the numbers uh, you know being bandied about really you know underscore that from a very very business oriented standpoint mm. Sony had a point but not a strong enough point to completely mm. withdraw from exactly. negotiations, um, because as much as they want to spin it, because they tried, whoever they very tweets, much tried, whoever drafted those tweets, you know, tried to tried to throw some fake news at everybody, mm-hmm. and no one was falling for it. There's a couple of people that are like, look, you know, you can't shoot, you know, you, you know, it's hard to to cheer for one corporate monolith against another, but. Right. I think what they are all losing sight of is that the more like the the old like just marvel fans and some of these uh, MCU fans are converts in a sense because they understand now how valuable it is to have all of these characters interacting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've had ability, some conversations with some folks. And the ability to interact is huge and Sony's lost sight of how valuable that is. It will be more valuable in the long run. Yes, from movie to movie, it might take them some time to uh, to, to recoup what they would be getting if they were the sole uh, if they were the sole uh, proprietors of these uh, of these movies, the sole producers of these movies. But what they're losing sight of is that yes, maybe they'll make one or two good ones, but that's not what people want anymore. They don't right. want just a good movie, right? And they I've want seen, a good.
0: They want a good in-universe
2: Marvel right. movie. Exactly. That's what. That's what people are losing sight of. They, that's what they. That's what people want now. They don't necessarily care that it's just a good superhero movie because if they know it's say it's something like The Boys, which they know isn't Marvel, they'll take that on face value and say, "Look, it's a superhero. It's a superhero TV show that's a little wacky. It's very twisted and." They're willing to accept that. But once they know this is supposed to be a Marvel character, they want it connected with everybody else. It used to be a a matter of confusion up to this point. There shouldn't be because of the Fox acquisition. Right. So that, in my opinion, at least and forgive me for jumping on the soapbox and, and uh, and, and, it was going to be one of us and just doing, you know, and just doing this. I, you know, I, I've done a little bit of reading here and there on the commute. You know, like there's an article in Variety today about it, uh, about the aftermath of it, and I still feel like uh, too many people are are looking at this from strictly a business point of view.
0: Oh, it goes further than that, um, because there 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 fans are fans who are like, well, clearly the next step is Disney buying Sony, right? And as going back to that business aspect, I'm like, no, that's not business that's not viable for them why would they do that for one little piece of a thing of a piece of a thing right regardless of whether that means something to you know in, in the bigger picture, that means nothing to them when especially when they got is you know one one they got marvel and it's making them money handle fees as well as lucas and their and their original Disney problems that's a drop in the bucket for them to just buy that big behind company just for that little piece of thing. Well, they won't, <laughs>
2: well, yeah, they wouldn't buy all of Sony. They would just buy Sony Pictures. But well, still, even exactly, but still. Exactly, exactly. But ultimately, uh, as I mentioned before, it's I think it's short-sighted on Sony's part to not uh, you know, to kind of throw all this at the feet of Disney. Uh um, Yeah. It was, you know, it was a lot bored. of people, right? Uh, you were probably going to say a lot of people are saying that Disney was being greedy. I said no, Disney's negotiating.
0: <laughs> right. Disney's negotiating. Well, I mean, let's, I mean, well, and that's the first thing because they say, well, it's a big monolithic company, so of course Disney's doing wrong. And sure, they're at some point, they at some point somewhere, they probably are doing some wrong somewhere. In this, no, they're just like, and they're just like, no, nah, they're doing their thing. First of all, Disney is the, the the holder of the company that owns the property that Sony's licensed. From licensed right. from Sony does not own Spider Man. They licensed it from Marvel, and used that license for years, and right. still have been to able to. Now my take, take was real quick was that I some this is some part of my brain was thinking about was like Sony used these last couple of pictures to be like well clearly we don't have to play ball with them anymore because we got you enough. Yeah, because we, we got enough press and publicity from working with them to where we could just go back to, to doing our regular Spider-Man stuff and everything would be cool. Right. They feel
2: like, and I, I, and I read this, you know, uh, alleged reports that said some people inside Sony were like, well, we, we made Venom pretty much on our own with minimal involvement with Marvel. And we won an Oscar for Best Animated for uh, Into the Spider-Verse. But guess what? None of that means anything when it comes to live action Spidey not in this not in this environment. That's what they're not getting.
0: Exactly.
2: It's this environment is not the same as it was even 3 years ago. Post end game, forget it. Yeah, totally. Forget totally. it. Everyone knows who spider is. The Spider-Man is, they know how he's connected. And even if they're not 100% correct on how he's connected, they expect him to be. Right. And that's, and, and that's, I think, the short-sightedness of of, of, uh, of Sony's take on this. So
0: Yeah, Sony got greedy. Uh,
2: those are all those to it. All right. And if you look at it, they really don't have much in their uh, theater stable. So they're holding on as best they can to their one moneymaker.
0: And, and and worth to point out, yeah. And it's not just um, the license doesn't just cover the movies. Like obviously, Sony has the PlayStation and they have the Spider-Man movie, so they also the in a video game license it kind of comes onto that also. Now, right. luckily, they had a, a really good Spider-Man game that did some that did some good numbers, and you know, but right. And they also their whole business on just because of a couple of things. Right, and they also uh,
2: just while it's probably uh, it's probably acknowledged and understood by everyone who's listening and watching our show, the Spider-Man license doesn't just include Spider-Man; it's also the, uh, uh, a vast majority of the related characters, and that's the goal that Sony has, which is if they can't, um, if if what they can do is at the very least create. Uh, several movies out of this one group of intellectual property, then you know they'll have
0: a, a steady stream of uh, of movie income. Again, which is which is why you saw though, so many Spider Man movies and reboots of the Spider Man or reboots right. of Spider Man movies for so many years.
2: Again, you know, in my opinion at least, and I think Roddy Cat would uh, concur, it's short sighted. It's yep. so short sighted, especially in the wake of End Game, and especially especially in the wake of the more, even more so, it's not just brand awareness, it's actual knowledge. It's actual, um, something that I've mentioned before in uh, that Marvel cinema, Marvel cinema fans, Marvel cinematic universe fans are basically a form of comic book fans, they understand how things are interconnected, and they're not going to be able to pull something like this. Sony won't be able to pull a separate movie uh, with Spider-Man. They were able to do with Venom simply
0: because they they basically ignored Spidey. And realistically, it's almost like to some folks a "who" situation, because people that know Venom know who he's tied to and where he's tied to, and didn't make any sense. Right. But anyway, and now you know. Oh yay! yay. And knowing is half the battle. (laughs) and yes to answer your question that was one of the ones that
2: that was was this i got you i got i got you
0: i got you so anyway let's let's move on from this because there's still a couple of um uh related right and we kind of we pretty much kind of went right it's hard to not just vent about this and that's yeah it's just it's infuriating that this is a thing
2: right so um as a side story to this whole insanity Joan Lee, daughter of Stan Lee, has weighed in on the Sony Disney split and she said that she's on uh, Sony's side because spitefully apparently because Marvel and Disney lacked genuine respect for Stan Lee and his legacy and apparently didn't send their condolences to her and I'm like yo um,
0: no, Uh, that would would fall under that partially, uh, granted she has a right to say this, but partially would fall under your petty clause. Right and the the kicker is that
2: my understanding is that she was the one who was having cases brought against her for elder abuse and whatnot.
1: Hmm. Well, because wait, of was how she,
0: she treated Stan. Well, I thought she wait, Was she part of? Because well, I know it was Power Entertainment was one of them, and I know she was a part of one of those. But I didn't know. I thought she was on the other side of it, not against. No, I think I think she was part of it but um, i could be listen i could be mistaken yeah i don't remember cuz a lot they, of that stuff was kind of a while ago
2: right at the end of the day i don't think uh what she you know the 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 fact that she's on sony's side doesn't mean much at all
0: that yeah that's yeah yeah that's the, yeah there you go anyway that's that's the thing sadly but um, Right, and, and speak, like, I was wait, about it's... to say just just
2: the, what's funny is that just as a quick aside, I I was just skimming the next few stories. I noticed that um, Jeremy Renner on his Instagram was one of the first people who posted something like, "Hey, give us back our Spidey uh, Sony."
0: <laughs> I didn't see that, but nice. Yeah,
2: no, you should definitely look that up on his. I think it's like I know right.
0: there's there's I know there's been a few of that. That's why I didn't really pull anything for it. But yeah, um, like Renner but for yeah.
2: real, I think his Instagram account. Yeah, Renner
0: for real. Yeah, that's his yeah. thing. Um. But yeah, I know there's been a lot of that and, you know, hell even I kind of chimed in with a a GIF, but that's a whole new situation. Yeah. Yeah, um, But speaking of, and I think this will probably cap off before we get to that bit of Hawkeye news, um, the Spidey stuff. Tom Holland isn't uh, obligated to star in another Spider-Man movie, and I think this is, uh, I'm calling this place a rumor site. I don't care. Um... But yeah, apparently,
2: most people are saying that he is so.
0: Well, right. But apparently, according to this this article from this site, um, and I don't know where this contract is, um, but apparently, he says is like, yeah, his his, in a nutshell, his he has the right not to. Well, he's done the stuff that he's had to the two movies, and then he has the right to whether he wants to do the other one or not, or something like that. And director John Watts is in a similar situation where he he only had two movies and has fulfilled that. Uh, So, yeah, so according according to, I guess, The Hollywood Reporter, which is not necessarily a rumor site, says that the lead actor's contract merely has an option for one more movie, and that means he could walk away if he so chooses. Right. So whether he does that and th- the other thing i hate that kind of happened uh, after this uh just not to go too too far for people were like um adding tom tom um tom holland holland about it i'm like what is he gonna do he's just a, a star he's caught. he's caught in the middle i mean yeah exactly well and that's where my my gift was kind of yeah. sent centered around but um but yeah i'm like because I, I saw a couple of them like, I'm like, yeah, you see this? I'm like, yeah, he probably did see this. Like, what's, So what is he supposed to do about it? Like, what do you expect him to do about it? by them? stupid. Stop atting people that didn't actually to be act, at it. I'm pretty sure he's well aware of what's going on. Um, and also there was another article from apparently his dad saying he, he's probably going to be Spider-Man or something. i like, I didn't pull that because I'm like, we don't. You know, it's, yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, ongoing thing. Stay tuned. Yep. Uh,
2: Anyway, right. So speaking of Marvel cinematic stuff, uh, the Hawkeye series that was announced at San Diego is uh, narrowing down choices on writer or head writer for uh, for the TV show. And on Twitter, writer producer Amy Berg revealed she lost out on a chance to work on the series, but noted that it came down to her and one other candidate, an unnamed friend, who ultimately landed the
0: job. So apparently, they so the guy it. we just don't know who it is, right? Which I'm sure we'll find out sometime soon if it matters. Uh, next up, um, okay, so now we're well away or, or well, well, away from that stuff and a little palate cleanse, if you will. Huh. Uh, um, Disney's composer focused podcast debuts this week. Um, for those that are interested, uh, it's called Four Scores, F O R Scores, not F O R E. Um, we'll explore the emotional journeys of these musical storytellers, quote unquote. So basically, it's about the music of uh, Disney stuff, Disney movies specifically. Cool. Uh, which will include Avenger stuff, uh, you know, uh, Marvel, Pixar, Lucasfilm, 20th Century Fox now, I guess. Uh, the series, hosted by journalist John Burlingame, will be available via various podcast platforms and smart, smart speakers, as well as YouTube. So go check that out if you are a fan of, um, you know, music scores, specifically the right. D- D- Disney stuff. Uh, they have like four or five already in the, in the canon. Four more episodes, assume in another four will arrive in the fall, with more to come next year. Right. Which I don't know. I feel like that becomes less of a podcast than whatever. Uh, next up.
2: Next up, uh, speaking of the uh, uh, of information coming out of Endgame, that uh, may or may not have been on screen. Um, who did this come from? Uh, the Russos. Uh, Which one call it? Oh no, wait. The uh, no, it's the screenwriters, Marcus and McFeely, stated that Steve was actually Steve Rogers was actually Peggy Carter's mysterious unseen husband
0: from Captain America: The Winter Soldier. And again, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Don't don't tell us this stuff. And if you didn't put anything that actually is like, okay, and like, okay, which granted slightly brain bender if you think about it, but at the same time, it's like, all right, (laughs) sure, but yeah, we we got no, we got nothing that said one way or the other on this. So why did I mean, outside of you know, the the end of uh, in game, but yep, that still doesn't really mean all that much. Um, great, but. Uh, all right. If that was actually the case. Um, and no time shenanigans happen, Anyway, uh, Mortal Kombat movie finds its Jax, Melina, Liu Kang, and Thunder God Raiden. So yes, there's going to be... Finish a him!
1: Mortal Kombat!
0: See, that's another one pulled, but I guess it would have only been served for this. Um, so yeah, there's a new movie, and they got some, they got some folks to play some folks. Uh, the raids. Oh, oh. Oh, I didn't know this. Uh, the Rage Joe Talsam is playing Sub-Zero. So oh. That's cool. Okay, I cool. To, so, I little, little side note, I watched the first uh, episode of Who Assassin's, and it makes me want to go back and watch The Rage because I've never seen it. Gotcha. But, gotcha. um,
2: and but. we won't bring up the star's name, or else I'm going to start singing the Ico Ico song. So moving uh, on. You kind of
0: did, but go for it.
2: <laughs> next, next up, uh, Robert Rodriguez is making a kids superhero movie starring Priyanka Chopra, Captain Captain Marvel's Akir Akbar, and more. All right, so it's going to be a new movie with Netflix.
0: Yeah. So, it's
2: gonna be called We Can Be Heroes. I'm like, oh, is that gonna be uh, a David Bowie uh, theme
0: song? So when I first saw this, I'm like, wait, they're known as the Spy Kids? <laughs> or a Superhero High, even though I don't think he had anything to do with that one, but um Which yeah, I recently found out that apparently um um uh, um, um um Danny Trio's character was in the Spy Kids movie as that character. I'm like, wait, really? But obviously I softer version, I would imagine, but that was kind of funny. Anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll see what what happens with this thing when it when it do if it happens. And as for you did say it's for Netflix. Yep. So. And speaking of Netflix, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith helming Masters of the Universe series for Netflix because you know that I like how there was another article um, saying that little known property, that little known He Man and the Masters of the Universe, is now <laughs> uh, is, is going to be coming to netflix or something like something along those lines and that was kind of funny but yeah so we have the power yeah and kevin smith uh, you know has been talking about this last couple of days i know he's got his podcast with uh mark bernardine and the, the, who's like oh yeah with the, yeah, yeah, with with, with that and the other stuff that's been happening in the last couple of days like yeah that's that's some news which actually obviously that other news trumps his stuff slightly but yeah it's What's still funny-
2: I was going to say, what's funny about that is, I don't know if you listen to Fat Man Beyond, their podcast, Uh, No, but I listened to it, uh, I listened to most of it, I I think I finished it, Uh, I listened to it, uh, I think it dropped yesterday, and um, I listened to it uh, over the course of today, and yes, the Spider-Man stuff definitely dominated their
0: conversation. Hell, even the Matrix stuff, but yeah. yeah. So, because obviously they, they can't talk about that much right now, so well, right. Uh, so yeah, uh, the show will be called um, Masters of the Universe Revelation as opposed to He Man and whatever. So it will pick up where the original Masters of the Universe cartoon left off. Weird. Um, the sequel series w- was revealed by Smith during his panel at PowerCon 2019 in Anaheim. Um, And according to somebody, Smith is going to be the showrunner, which would make sense if that's the case. And uh, the Powerhouse Animation, the studio behind Netflix's California series, uh, is doing the animation. So that all will look good. Cool. Yeah. No word on when? That's going to take some time to animate. Well, I mean, if if they've already gotten that point, they've already started. So it could be sometime next year or 2021. But yeah. But normally, if you start talking about it, it's like, yeah, clearly you've started doing something. Well, that's not always the case, but, you know, most of the time. I mean, based on that. the conversation I heard
2: on the, uh, the Fat Man Beyond podcast was that um, they're talking about uh, going over scripts that are being drafted as we speak.
0: Sure. So they're still in that phase. But right. but is they like, but is this thing that's still off the ground to a point. Mm hmm. Um and that, folks, is the end of the cinematic uh news. Yeah. We transition into the comic news. Yep. Indeed. And we start off with King Thor number one, first look of Pitts Thor against Loki in their final battle. So, yeah, the King Thor series that's coming up that's gonna be uh Aaron's last arc is surprise, surprise, King Thor and Loki.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Although, if it's if, well, we don't know if it's well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a four issue, so never mind. Uh, right, because his, be the whole uh, thing.
2: Right, the uh, his run on Thor is ending this right. month
0: with sixteen. It's the it's coming out at
2: the end of August. So once, uh, <laughs> once uh, King Thor starts, that'll be his last story on Thor.
0: Right, and lo, those fans shall weep.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a bit a tough act to follow.
0: You assuming that somebody's going to follow that up? Maybe not right away, or ever. I, 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 and I'm, I'm slightly joking about that, but I'm, I'm kind of also taking this as a similar situation as the Doctor Strange thing we talked about last week. Right, kinda. There might be a break involved. Right, and like the you know. Or in in some ways captain uh, Excuse me uh, dr friends kind of a hard hard um hard character to do some stuff although mm-hmm. Aaron did a whole lot <laughs> so I right. can't really can't really say that's actually true
2: anyway right. um so next up um in November speaking mm-hmm. of solicitations there's going to be a new morbius the living vampire title um it's going to be coming out eight months ahead of the Jared Leto Solo film from Sony Pictures. Scheduled to be written by Vita Ayala and drawn by Marcelo Ferrero. So good Probably the
0: only good part out. about this. Yeah, good luck to them, at least. Yeah. Give Vita more work, damn it. Um, exclusive... No, we don't have to say that part. Uh, Marvel finally gets explicit about Mystique and Destiny's relationship. We barely touched on this with uh, talking about the... Um, uh, excuse me, the... Um, Marvel's history of the history of the Marvel Universe book that just came out this week, but this was basically right. a part of that,
2: right? And it's and and you know, it, it the way this book is laid out, it's just told in passing, you know, it's just yeah. part of the narrative.
0: I mean, and a lot of it is, so it's not just this, but so right, anyway. exactly, it's just part of the narrative, yeah. So, like I said, this is kind of bite sized stuff when things happen, which part of me is like, who is surprised by this? Right, but what
2: I was also going to mention, and I'm glad that you brought it up. You can hold on to that one point. I just wanted to add what we didn't really know before was how far back it went.
0: Right. That's yeah. Like think, that's uh, that's the only thing. Well, yeah, because I feel like that's probably come up in some X books. Right.
1: From long past, mean, but- what it,
2: what it what it what what we had was that Irene Adler in the mutant in in uh, when we first saw her, um, uh, kind of coming to the forefront as part of Freedom Force. Right. Um during uh Fall of the Mutants. That's where I saw her really. Um right. and, and probably before that with like Mutant Massacre, I think she was also part of uh uh Freedom Force uh slash the Brotherhood. Um I think that it was established that she was really elderly at that point. Right. But it was helpful to kind of see the time frame that they're putting her origin in, in this book.
0: So this definitely kinda of debunks my my thing with uh Moira last week or does it i mean we don't you know, it, I, I'm, not necessarily i know but um, right less well less, less not even less anyway so yeah it's, it's a thing we know but you know and yeah that was a point that was made uh, mm-hmm. about this article um
2: yeah our next story is another story related to this book uh, marvel apparently just retconned the entire vietnam war out of its uh out of its uh
0: continuity in right, this which book. we did talk about What's that? Or we, which we did mention it at the very Yeah, moment.
2: we talked about it. Alluded to Basically, changed the name of the war, uh, and this is a direct result of the sliding uh, timeline, because that is f- growing further and further into the distance, and these characters really aren't getting much older.
0: Mm, yeah. I know it looked like it, but yeah. Or at least the way some people's treatment of him, of them definitely looked like it, but that's a whole the story. Next right. up, um, Tony Stark bring, reveals... i the spoiler bell here. Sure. Uh, Tony Stark reveals that he may actually be... Wait, so... Because you talked about it, but you didn't bring this up, I know. Exactly. For, I, for didn't, I, I
2: didn't make any explicit mention of this because this is a pretty salient plot point.
0: Right. Um and actually, this is what made me want to actually catch up with this because I was kind of wondering about when he came back from the dead. Like, what like uh, it was there going to be some kind of up explanation at some point, or just going to let it go? And apparently, it's the fact that he's wrestling, maybe possibly wrestling with the fact that he may be AI, artificial intelligence, right? That has yet to bore out because it's just started really coming to bear, I guess. Well, it's been, this This is uh,
2: the latest development in the storyline. Right. Where I think uh, the seeds of doubt
0: had definitely been
2: planted early on about this.
0: And I feel it, like it, there has been some mention in Adventure, Vent, Adventures of him doubting matter of fact, right. yeah, I think it was either the last, if it wasn't the last one, it was the one before last issue where right. he kind of mentioned something. Right, just following up, by following up on the current story. Right. So, yeah, that's a thing that could be, that Case, and uh we'll see how it turns out. Next yep. up, Uh Loki. Which you know what, we can skip this. Which uh, because we basically talked about King Thor. I'm not sure why I still have it in here. Oh, okay. But right, yeah, Loki's the king butcher and Carl, uh, King Thor. We didn't actually mention that specific part, but we, right. at least we mentioned he was going to be a part of it. So
2: all right. All right. Uh, next up, Marvel's Doc Justice and the J Team, our teen heroes, starring in a whole new type of
0: comic book. Mm-hmm. And, and this apparently, is actually related to the next story. Exactly. Go ahead and take it.
2: Yeah, so this is actually part of a new era for the Runaways introducing Doc Justice and the J-Team. So my understanding is that this Doc Justice character may be part of the Secret Warps. And... Um,
0: really? Yes. Like one that the one that wasn't brought up or because I didn't read that most.
2: I didn't read any of the secret warps, like the most recent uh, annual crossover. The most oh. recent annuals. Oh gosh. Gotcha. And uh the runaways may be and this has been part of um this is part of the, the the latest uh story, which is the runaways may be looking to become more active superheroes. Sure. So this is folding right into that.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I, I don't really have that much of an affinity for the Runaways and so. But where they were, or as they were, kind of was a thing that kind of stuck with me. Right. I mean, that's it, not to say that this is going. This is going to stick that for long because right. apparently um, there's an arc to a five-issue. It looks like a, a five-issue arc.
2: Right. Uh, it's it's definitely. On. It may not be. It may not be a permanent change.
0: Right. But you know, but it is a thing i'm curious to see what runaways fans are going to see about this or they probably be like yeah, I saw this coming <laughs> next up uh captain marvel breaks bad really bad in the last adventure so yeah this is uh, another thing from uh, the uh upcoming solicits uh in captain marvel number 12 uh kelly thompson is going to be joined by artist Lee Garbett. Uh, and to show the fans what happens when Carol takes a bad turn and goes head to head with her former teammates I feel like, you know, the many iterations of her character, they probably have done not like this, but has done something similar but, uh, anyway as Kelly continues her daring and defining run, well, okay anyway, uh, in this new arc, The Last Adventure, she pushes boundaries even further by taking Carol in a dark and deadly new direction according to cp sibowski uh marvels erc so we're dark, are, uh, dark. Yeah. actually you know what yeah i mean i this has me curious to, to see what what happens with that right i think this is going to be a direct result
2: of the next story that we have which is the introduction of the latest quote unquote marvel superhero star uh, who has been introduced in the pages of Captain Marvel. And we don't know too much about her other than that she has flight and super strength that might be on par with Captain Marvel. And she has this cool red, white, and gold costume and a flowing cape. But we all know what capes, you know, the the the, the side effect of capes from uh, The Incredibles. Uh, we don't know much about this character because she... Uh, she always uh, beats a, a, a quick exit every time someone wants to ask her something. So uh, this may very well be part of the dark turn that uh, Captain Marvel takes
0: in the near future. Don't let please don't let this be a century thing. Please 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 please. Ah, uh, that would be the worst. And also, I'm calling it. Is she's either a clone
2: or a sister? Listen, we've changed. You know, the Marvel has
0: changed uh, some of the family relations before, so you don't know. You might mm. be right. Maybe not a clone, but maybe a sister. But I don't know. According to this, she kind of she kind of looks like old Carol, but that mm-hmm. could be by just just the artist rendering. So yeah, we'll see. I, yeah. Next up, um, who? Well, what the fantasy for Be good neighbors. Jerry Duggan finds out in 4 Yancey Streets, which is an upcoming one shot. Uh, the beginning of a series of. Uh, of one shot sounds like that. Um, I don't know if Jerry Duggan's doing all of them, but he and Greg Smallwood and Luciano Vecchio are showing where the rubber meets the road, hitting every hitting on everything from rising rent prices to neighborhood kids, spray painting community systems with the grim name on it. So, yeah, this is going to be a little, uh, a little fantasy for a side story. Now I first saw this, that, um, that the picture at the top, and I swear, with that, I thought it was impossible, man, coming back. Ah. So I was like, cause I'm like, oh no, I mean, it'd be a pull, but it would not when you didn't, you know, wasn't surprised to see coming. So even in the even in the smaller shot, I was like, yeah, the light pole, pole being green, I was like, that's impossible, man. Didn't so is this whole thing is going to be centered around impossible, man? Just wrecking havoc on on Yancey Street? Probably not, but I like to think so. Hmm. Anyway, next. In our next story, Marvel is
2: planning a Spider-Man and Black Cat marriage this November. This is straight out of the November Solicits in uh, the just-revealed Black Cat Annual Number 1. The cover uh, is uh, a shot of Spider-Man and Black Cat in uh, tux and wedding gown, respectively. Uh, That's probably going to be the only reason why I'm even going to think about buying this because it is a J. Scott
0: Campbell cover. (laughs) <laughs> that well that's that says things but anyway that's a sad point yeah it's a good looking cover um i yeah i kind of wonder it's like this can't be a real marriage it's like she's she's pulling a heist all over the place so i'm wondering if it's going to be another heist that caused, right. that has them getting married although i don't know i can't imagine what that would be with spider-man and not peter Parker. or maybe it is and that's just a sad thing anyway we'll we'll find out Oh, and apparently they they reference a, um, a an old "What If," which is kind of funny. It was, again goes back to being funny because I don't know how many "What ifs have actually come into uh, Marvel continuity proper. And believe me, there's more than you think. Right. So anyway, uh, 29, 2099 versions of Conan, of course, Fantastic Four, Punisher, and more coming this November. So yes, we're going to get a. They they're really using the license. Um, Conan the Barbarian twenty ninety nine is going to be a thing bringing back Punisher 2099 I don't remember if there was a fantasy for 2099
2: well we've joked before about how 80 years from now another 80 year anniversary from now is actually going to be 2099 well right it does fit that they would kind of
0: revamp this concept, this concept for the uh, anniversary year right uh, things kick off with 2099 Alpha number one from Nick Spencer and Victor Bogd- Bogdano- Bogdanovich uh, on November 20th. So the same day as Francis Four 2099 number one. So All right. That's a thing. Uh, next up are
2: a little bit of sad news, but I th- think yes. it's not going to mean too much. Right.
1: Because
2: oh. Because Marvel Star Wars ongoing title is ending in November at issue number seventy-five, so um, I don't know how long Greg Pak's run will end up being, but it's you know it kind of sucks that he's going to be closing it out. It's not
0: well, it's because it just started at sixty-eight or sixty-nine.
2: So. Okay, so it's only going to be a six or seven issue run, right? And you know that sucks. But at the same time, I wonder what they're going to launch in its immediate uh, wake yeah. after uh, the, the the next Star Wars movie.
0: Well, so um, I mean, so they've been doing all those one shots, um, and poor Dameron had his book for you know for a while, and that ended. Um, I mean, yeah, they they have places to go, and mind you. Star Wars had just gotten this Star Wars book had just gotten to uh, around Empire Strikes Back. So they haven't done Return of the Jedi. They haven't even really done, uh, you know, that much around Empire Strikes Back. Although these next few issues may or may, I mean, you know, maybe touch a little bit more on that. So it's weird. I I, you expected the book to end at some point. But like this is sooner than you would think it would have Mm -hmm. put it that way. Right. Like maybe yeah maybe they could be taking a break because they haven't really uh, plotted out the between you know Empire and, and Return of the Jedi going into Force Awakens type situations and there have been like pre Force Awakens books like miniseries before so that's so some of that stuff's kind of been out there but right. yeah who's to say what if or when they plan on uh, doing anything for Star Wars and I guess it's worth noting here that Doctor. Afra is still going which is going to be the only Star Wars book and I need to catch right. one uh, that's still going so that's even where they're still I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not going to miss this book because I am and actually I think this says it
2: I haven't read the book in like 20
0: some odd issues so mm-hmm. it's um, still been pretty good I think I mean, you know, it, definitely better than a lot of those one shots, but that's not really saying that much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, next up, Miles, uh author removed from Marvel collection for calling Trump, quote unquote, orange skull, which <laughs> wonderful. I like that, too. That's giving Trump a little too much credit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It kind of fits. But, you know, if the Red Skull was stupider and less capable, I mean, maybe so lossy, but yeah, sure, That's we don't, we don't know. It's even more comical than an actual comic book. Yeah, well, there's plenty of those.
2: Unbelievable.
0: Also, so, which, yeah, don't get me started on that stuff. But yeah, but this is this doesn't look good. This is not a good look for Marvel. Um, Like, and yes, in the past they have gotten rid of folks for, for expressing their opinions on stuff, but the people they've done, you know, have you might as well say right thinking opinions on, on, you know, on current events that they've been getting rid of. And, you know, this is feels like this could have been another in the number of that. And that's not a good look. And now we talked about, you know, last week, Marvel having some people in the background that has that is getting money off of them. That This is, has nothing to do with that. But you can't help but think that there may be some through line somewhere in it. Like if you're paying attention to anything. But at the yep. same time, yeah, it's still not a good look. That's all I'm saying
2: about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a terrible, tough, tough look. Tough look. All right. So, uh, this is actually more up Roddy Cat's alley there is an announcement for the first DLC pack for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. The Black Order Expansion Pass is going to launch on September 30th.
0: Yes, and it is going to be um, based on more Marvel Knights type situation with uh, Blade, Moon Knight, Punisher, and Morbius, the Loving Vampire. I believe Cyclops and um, Cyclops and um, Colossus Still on tap to come sometime this month, but all the, the month is almost over for free. Um, but yeah, so that's outlining the first DLC pack, and I hope to have it by the time they drop. Oh, yeah. Uh, just released full 18 minutes, uh, a day prologue gameplay footage from Marvel's Avengers, so that's the Crystal Dynamics video game that is upcoming in probably three years. Um, I know but that's you have to know how crystal dynamics works. Um, actually, no, they will take it back. That's not that's not fair. That's not right either. But anyway, so yeah, so there's like a 20 minute uh, footage if you are so inclined to to check that out. I believe it is still more in, of the setting of San Francisco and uh, on the bridge and more stuff that was shown during E3. Next up. Star Wars
2: Battlefront 2 roadmap includes Rise of Skywalker content, so
0: it's going to be somewhat up to date. Well, yeah, I mean, they've been doing, they've been putting stuff here and there, you know, like, I think they've, obviously, when they came out, they were at Night like Ray and a couple other people Heroes and some battlegrounds, so basically, it's a first-person shooter, uh, team-based first-person shooter type situation. Well, part of it is, anyway, that's the online that's the part, but there is a single-player thing. Um, and they just say, yeah, they've been adding some content from the various movies. Uh, so yeah, surprise, surprise. The next, they're going to have some content from the, for the next movie. Um, speaking of star Wars stuff, check out star Wars galaxy's edges. Excuse me. Star Wars galaxy's edge cookbook recipe for raised bread from the force awaken. I actually meant to try this out and have some on the show and I didn't do it. Um, but yeah, so there's the recipe on. Wait, for they call the- it poly starch portion bread. Uh, apparently, that's yeah.
2: It's it's it sounds a little bit too close to poly juice potion uh, from <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay.
0: But anyway, <laughs> calm down, you Potterhead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. You can try it out for yourself. It looks like cheddar bay biscuits almost, but maybe more garlicky. I actually want to try to see how it is, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't done it yet. Um but you can too. Next up, uh All in right. this Star Wars Black Spire episode, a hero of the resistance meets a Galaxy Edge's Galaxy's Edge favorite. So Vi Moran Mor- Morado? Morady? I don't know. Basically a character from Car- Galaxy's Edge. Um, a place I've never been to and probably won't get to anytime soon. Uh is in a book and meets um mm-hmm. A bunch of people, so yeah. I don't know. There, there's not surprised there are people who are who are ravenous for anything Star Wars, and you know, mm-hmm. no surprise, this is part of that now. Yep. Um, so yeah,
1: go
2: forth next up. Next up, uh, D23 is this weekend. Uh, is the biannual convention for Disney stuff yes. that is open to Disney members, I think. And um, there's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's basically like a con for Disney stuff. So yeah, much. people are looking forward to possible announcements over this weekend. More Disney than anything. Maybe less uh, Marvel, maybe some
0: Star no. Wars well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, there will be definitely... Because they're, they're usually pretty good about putting a lot of... Like, there will probably be more Star Wars at this point. Right. Um, because, the, because of the movie that's coming out. Uh, but, yeah. And we don't know what else. I mean, they they could do the, like, the Disney Plus shows. So, there, there's, there could very well be some Marvel stuff. More of our Marvel stuff there. Um, but, yeah. We don't really necessarily know fully what's going to be there. But this article kind of speculates yeah definitely yeah definitely the, the Disney shows and this uh, is probably going to play some things and just like from the, what this article saying, some Pixar stuff might be coming down the line so yeah um and yeah D the D celebration is all, always get uh, confused but you know what we're not going to go back there because I know we're going to end up talking about celebration at some point soon so next up uh, Dark Horse reveals D23 exclusives exclusives so, yeah, Horse uh, is going to have some stuff at D23, just like a whole lot of other people's. And if you're watching the video, you can see some of the stuff that they are going to have, uh, namely books, looks like. So, cool. Next.
1: All
2: right. So uh, some potential spoilers for people who are not reading uh, Batman Universe. Uh, Batman's leader suit has a Magneto-style upgrade. Does it give him mag, magne, magnetism
0: powers? I kind of wonder that too, but apparently it's like a Magneto-style helmet. Ah, that protects him from telepaths. Okay, but this okay part of this is like well, yeah, because basically, due to, due to some things that's going on in that story, apparently, maybe some psychic 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 linkage going on. Um, but to me, I'm sitting here like this doesn't look that much different from that helmet that had that armor helmet or the armor suit from, um, um, BVS you or got me, any dude. Batman armor, but yeah, but this is looks like more of a visor on top of his helmet as opposed to, to a full on Magneto style helmet though, the way it looks in the picture, but Hey, there you go. It's the thing next. Uh, DC's evil inf- metal man will kill one of the metal men in November, and it's probably going to be the female one. Oh no! Because DC loves killing <laughs> them, some females. Um, that was me editorializing and not. Yeah, necessarily yeah case, but, but i not. I wouldn't be surprised. That exactly. So yeah, this also comes out of the the um the solicits and yeah. That, that's the thing that's going to happen. But wait, where is it going to happen? Oh, the Metal Men, number one. So, yeah, the Metal Men are going to have a series. Which means, so for shock Radio, somebody's got to die. All right. Anyway. Next uh, up, next?
2: Uh, the upcoming Flash Forward event is, is going to reveal. That Wally West is going it will meet a version of Roy Harper Red Arrow that's much different than the one he knew on his Earth. So revealed in the solicitations, flash forward number three is going to see Wally meet up with Roy Harper of Earth 43
0: or of Earth 43
2: Vampire Hunter. Oi. Well,
0: at least he's not a clown like in Dutch J- Justice. Oh goodness. Which, what's gonna happen with all of them? Anyway. Um Actually, they haven't really been on a factor in a couple of... Anyway, uh, Green Lantern cover gives clear look at Hal Jordan's new Black Stars uniform. Not to be confused with Tali, uh, Talib Kwali and uh, Yeah. So yeah, if you're watching the video, you can see uh, the cover there. Sans lettering. Why does that, that... That outfit looks kind of familiar. I have no idea what's going on in Green Lantern and slightly less care yeah i haven't read that in months so i'm not 100 percent sure where they are now yeah so green lantern black star is number one that's from the solicits there you go next shazam
2: i watched that movie by the way it's not terrible I um it. shazam number seven has been pushed back a total of 14 weeks 14 weeks <laughs> It's been scheduled for a September eighteenth release date, which is fourteen weeks past its originally solicited date of June nineteenth. Wow!
0: Wait, it says fifteen weeks. Call it fifteen weeks. No, no, no! It got pushed again. I think. Oh, so yeah, it is fifteen ahead. weeks. So it's coming out to, instead of the fourteen weeks was was September eighteenth. So now it's going to be September twenty fifth. Wow! So, yeah. And DC has also revised the release dates of future issues with uh, Shazam number 8, now set for October 9th, and the next three issues coming out t- uh, twice monthly thereafter. So, it didn't catch up. So, yeah, that's a thing. I'm not sure reason why, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Next. Skeletor joins the heroes in He-Man and the Mess of the Universe Multiverse. Excuse me, not universe. Multiverse hmm so yeah this is a new uh he-man book uh specifically s- miniseries that is coming out from writer tim seeley and and dan Fraga and richard friend that cool. br- brings the venerable yeah well yeah i mean they've had they've had uh miniseries and crossovers in the last f- f- few years so yeah this is another one coming. i'm assuming it's going to take up some of the stuff some of the things that happened in the last couple of um crossovers 'Cause I know at this point, um, Adam has been out of the He Man and Butcher and a couple other things has happened, but I assume this is gonna kinda take that up. And multiverse involved makes sense considering, like I said, he mans crossover with the Justice League, not a couple of like like a year or two ago. It wasn't even that. Um and I believe that was another crossover, I don't remember it. But regardless say, this is a thing and it's coming in November. Next.
2: DC celebrated Black Cat Appreciation Day on Saturday, August 17th, 2019 by sharing a photo of its most famous cat woman, Michelle Pfeiffer, from 1992's Batman Returns, yeah. where he played uh, opposite Michael Keaton's Dark Knight.
0: Yes. And I think uh, I didn't pull it, but I know Marvel did a similar thing with their black cat. Cool. Uh, not the film but Actually, there is no film version, but, you know with felicia hardy so anyway uh teen titans raving going back for a third printing just seven weeks after debut (coughs) right i now do we can safely say that the art like from what i've seen of the the artist's art the uh, is is great so i'm glad he's getting work and i've not read this so i don't know how amazingly good this thing this thing is i think i I congratulate you to uh, part of it i think oh did you yeah, Did we get a copy of yeah. it or no? I think we did. Oh, I must have missed it. Or maybe I didn't did miss it and didn't read it. I don't know. I don't remember seeing it. Regardless, uh, so yeah, uh, the, 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 the yeah, Kami Garcia and uh, Gabriel Piccolo, uh, writer and artist for that. So congrats to them.
2: Next. Next up, G. Willow Wilson is exiting the Wonder Woman book at the end of the year. Um, saying that it's her own decision, but she's exiting the title to work on a bucket list dream
0: project. So we don't know what project that is, and we don't know what company it's for. Right? Yeah, and she had been kind of hinting around it for the uh, for a few days actually um, now. So I guess something must have um, something must have broke on that. So she was positively giddy talking about it, I was like that are, you know this and, that and other kind of talking around some things. So good. Good luck to her on that. I still really hadn't read her um, Wonder Woman one or at least not past the first uh, issue, I think. And that's not an indictment of the book. It's just that, you know, there's there's some things that I wanted to get caught up on right around that. Listen,
2: ladies and gentlemen of the uh, of our listening and viewing community, there are a lot of books out there. And there is also that. Right. Every time we look at the solicitations for books and we see the books that we get for review every week, there's just a lot of stuff out there. Yep. totally. You know, if, there's something, if there's something that you specifically
0: want us to read, reach out to us on social media and, and let us know. Or don't do that and just read them for yourself and, and bask in it. Because <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to do that and it'd be like something like, well, we don't really care about it. To have, but I'm glad you like it. Well, there's always thanks, but no thanks. But anyway, well, well, there's that too. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, sure. You know what? You know what? Yeah, do it. Just don't expect us to actually read them. <laughs> I mean, that's that's real realistic, right there. No, like, sure. Bring. You know, I am actually curious about what some people are reading, but you know, but don't. Just... Well, listen. The New York Times uh, uh put out an article today about uh, reading suggestions. So you never know. Oh yes, and we talked about one of those suggestions last week, actually. All right. Um, so, never know. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm glad you mentioned that, but we'll keep going because I didn't put that. I meant to put that in the lineup, but with, I dropped it in last. Um, so anyway, so on Kickstarter, there is a um, Shelly Bond is doing a Kickstarter uh, called "Hey Amateur," uh, which is a comics anthology of top-notch creators sharing their hidden talents via one-page panel, one-page nine-panel comics. And um, it is as you can see on the screen, it's halfway, nearly halfway there to to making this goal. It's got eight days to go, and yeah, a little less than half, uh, half, half, um, half its goal. I saw Sanford Green tweeting about it. That's what what put me onto this. I know there's an article that somebody put out, um, which was an interview with uh, Shelley Bond about it. Uh, okay, um, but yeah. Says each story say all pros, no cons, top notch writers and artists share hidden talents from a practical from the practical to the peculiar in a collection of one page comics. Which is actually because kinda interesting. I, I would if I had the, the extra ends, I would probably back this. Um just for, you know, academic curiosity. So yes, um it is apparently this originated as the final page in uh the Black Crown quarterly anthologies and expanding so if you're interested go check it out Alrighty, next up uh so you can see exclusive
2: reveals on uh, io9 of uh first interior artwork from boom studios and archaea's dark crystal age of resistance comic book series uh it's coming out next month and this is in advance of the return to the world of thra as uh, the Dark Crystal prequel series Age of Resistance is going to make its way to Netflix, so you get a little one-two
0: punch of Dark Crystal stuff. Synergy! Yep, cool. Um, speaking of IO9, Paps, they have your list of the 2019 Hugo Award winners. Um, let's see, is there anything... There were a couple of things notable, I believe... Um, but you can check out the list for yourself Monstress is one of them Let's see Oh, Spider-Man, the, the screenplay for um Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Also one for Best Dramatic Presentation Long Form And yeah And like I said, there's a bunch of others So, cool beans Check it out Next
2: all right, so uh, the 2019 Ringo Awards nominees have been named, and uh, those awards are set to be presented uh, Saturday, October 19th, at Baltimore Comic Con. And the list of um, the list is out, and uh, there's quite a, a, a few cool things out there. This the voting is for uh, comic pros and fans, I believe
0: um and they might put out one for the fans i can't remember actually but i thought it was just for pros right my understanding is that it's right my understanding is
2: that it's pros for voting with fans for nomination right so um so uh oh yeah
0: for part of a fan pro favorite convention oh right it's a convention but that's not yeah
2: right so uh good luck to all the nominees
0: yeah exactly um next up Which probably should have been in there earlier, but whatever. Um, New Ghostbusters toys coming from Hasbro just in time for Ghostbusters 2020. Um, So yeah, surprise, surprise. New Ghostbusters movie and there are toys coming along with it. Nice. Yay. All right. And last but not least, which I'm just going to you've you've already seen the list. So you already know. Um, and in fact we just talked about it so it doesn't really matter but yeah so that um, 8 new comics list the the New York Times list that um, 1870 just spoke about uh, Well, I'll drop that in the, the show notes proper after this show but uh, it says 8 new comics book series for the end of the summer uh, There's there seem to be a couple of good things like that there's that uh, upcoming G.I. Joe series that's, that's uh, coming up next month the Once in the Future by uh, Keith Giffen. Uh, Keith Gillian. Sorry, I keep screwing up the dude's name. I need to stop that. Uh, Omni, which is the one I know we I talked about last week and I still forgot to pull. Um, and a couple of others. But yeah, you can go check that list out. I saw, um, and I know before this came out, or probably the day this came out, uh, when Joseph Illich was like, he loves it it was like uh, i love it when someone that i wanted um a publisher a writer that i wanted a publisher to um to to hire uh basically gets get some work and and uh, get, not, get noticed other places so i'm not sure which one of these that he was speaking about but it's mm-hmm. definitely somebody from this from this list so i i find that kind of amusing but that, folks, is the end of the show. I have my, I, I have my curiosity as to who it might be, but I don't know for certain. Um, anyway, we are at the end of the show. We have one more ad read, please. It is late,
2: ladies and gentlemen. So you know what? We fall back on help us keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit CSPN.us, then click the Keep Our Podcasts Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, or even cookware. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN payment that helps us keep the Comic Book Chronicles, free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Do it today. you
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: anyway. And folks, we are here at the end of the show. We'd like to thank each and every one of you as always for coming out and being such great sports. Or not such great sports that just happen to keep silent. Yeah. We appreciate you. Um... We will be back next week, as we tend to do, with uh, more more news, more books, more shenanigans. May or, may or may or may not be more more sound effects, we don't know. Uh but until then, you can find myself. write a cat. Right there. You see? It's right, it's right there underneath my thing. It says a Cat. Newsners need uh but I didn't put the rest of it. Um Newsners Needs Reddit, uh CB caps. I know I forgot to put something on there on Instagram. Is there more? That's it? <laughs> you were doing it out of order, so I was like, oh. You know, it's, it's usually only three. Uh, Agent 74 on Twitter and Instagram. PC underscore Dirt on Twitter. PopCultureNetwork.com and PopCultureNetwork.com on, uh, excuse me, PopCultureNet on Twitter. Uh, Tim D O G G nine eight on Twitter. C B Cron on Twitter. Uh, the Click Nation on Twitter. That's D K L I Q N A T I O N. Uh, theclicknation and Combo Resources. Where he's over there writing his face off. Go check on us. Go go read the stuff and click click click. Uh, you can find this here program on. The phrase that pays the the podcast. Well, they don't pay us nothing. We don't get paid, folks. Don't, don't let's not propagate that ever. Uh, <laughs> Cole Slither Podcast Network, cspn.us. Do it today. Exactly. Um, also, you can find us on Google Play and Apple iTunes. Subscribe to us there, and you know, rate it if you feel sure like doing it on either of those uh, things. Um, Spotify, we're also on. Go check us out there and the Coast of the Podcast network SoundCloud page. And with that, we will leave you until next week. Same bat time, same bat channel ish. Uh, (laughs) This has been the Combo Chronicles, and I'm glad I kept that. Peace! Peace, one!